And they wanted a burrito delivered. They gave a one dollar tip. It was like six and a half miles. No one's ever going to take that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only way it's ever going to get there is if DoorDash raises their base pay. Right. Which is less money for DoorDash. So what they did is they bundled it with two other orders that had higher tips. One was like 0.8 miles, and they had a $4 tip. And then they threw a second, a second one, so it was three orders. So the base pay was $3 plus $7 in tip, $10 for six and a half miles. Mm. I took it because I'm fast, and I'm like, I can, I can knock this out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but the, all those customers... All three of them paid a, a delivery fee of like, I don't know what it is, three fifty four dollars. But you don't see a sh- don't see a dime of that shit. So if if I had done them as three separate orders, right? Yeah. I would have gotten paid two dollars plus one dollar. That's three dollars. Two dollars yeah. plus. Uh, what was it? It was one. I forget how it worked out. Yeah, it was one, two, and and four. So I would have gotten paid three dollars, uh, four dollars, and six dollars. So I would have yeah. gotten paid four more dollars for that order. I missed the point of it. So like, that, why did they bundle? Like, why is it that because they take shitty orders? <clears throat> yeah, they take shitty orders and put them and put as, as many together as they need to make it. Or someone will pick it up. So somebody, yeah, to make it seem worthwhile, we, but yeah, it's we not. Talk about yeah, this yeah, yeah. But what's the benefit? Right. What's the benefit to you? To um, oh, if everybody's gonna choke up, I set the levels. <laughs> you pull oh, that. Oh, it's yeah. oh, oh, loud as fuck. It's, it's a hot, hot mic. Oh man, hot mic. No, 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 we're good. We're good. Um, so why? So what? Why? Why would you? Because I know that people like, and this is this is Grubhub. This is not. Um, this is not like uh, what's the what's the Uber um, Eats store? There's Uber Eats, DoorDash. What's the one where they shop for you? Like they go to Food Lion, Amazon Flex, or Instacart. Instacart, Instacart. yeah. Because yeah. I've seen people being like, I'm picking up three orders. Like I've heard somebody yeah. at Food Lion being like, I'm picking up three orders, and I was like, that's smart. But based on that, I assumed that they would get all those delivery fees for each one. What's why would okay. they make you take it? Uh, I can't. I can't speak to Instacart. Are we recording? Mm-hmm. All right, good. Because I'll fucking trash DoorDash all day. <laughs> <laughs> I can't speak to Instacart. But let me let me uh, explain uh, why DoorDash sucks. All right. Um, am I am I hot? No, I'm no. I'm right. Chris up. No, okay. no, no. Yeah, yeah. All right. I think we're all good. good. Yeah. Okay. Right. So like. Uh, so so when an order comes in a DoorDash, now I figured this out based upon my prior career in predictive analytics. Mm-hmm. And and so this is a guess, but it's a pretty informed guess about how their algorithm works. Like they take an area, like they take a city and they divide it into different zones. Okay. And then they create a a three D vector that that maps all their locations on the X Y. Mm-hmm. And then they uh, have a vertical axis, which is the tiers of orders. So a shitty order, so the baseline middle order is a dollar per mile. Anything that's a dollar per mile, DoorDash knows that's 
base pay plus tips. Minimum base pay plus tips. That was about a dollar per mile. All right. Anything that exceeds that is top tier. And then anything below that is like a shit order. It's a lower tier order. Yeah. Okay. The problem with lower tier orders, right? So in in a perfect world where there are no low tier orders, orders come in, dashers are just like, picking up orders and it's based just how close are you to the restaurant who do we have that can grab this quickly okay because they know customers want their food quick and they don't want to have to bring someone from far away right yeah right but uh so when you're and, and so then when the orders would come in you know you have higher tier and middle tier but then you have the problem of lower tier orders that's where someone's like i'm not tipping shit and it's <laughs> 10 miles away yeah but again no fucking driver ever would do that. Right. If you yeah. saw an order for like less than a dollar per mile, you're probably losing money. So, because you have to pay taxes and you have to pay gas, gas and everything. Right. So, do those orders just never get picked up? Right. Now, the way so so the the they they would literally never get picked up. So. So what DoorDash had to figure out was, what do we do with these shit orders? Now, the worst case scenario for them is they have to raise the base pay till it gets to that dollar per mile. Right. Because then someone will be like, you know, it's 10 miles away, no tip, $2. Well, now we'll do it but for $3. But now I get 20 bucks and, yeah. Yeah, now eventually they'll raise it where the base pay is high enough where someone will grab it. What's better for DoorDash is if another order comes in that's at the same restaurant for a different customer. Yeah, or at a nearby restaurant for a different customer, that's a really high tier order. So someone who's nearby, you know, na- the neighbor, let's say ten miles yeah. away, says, "I'll pay twenty bucks for someone to bring you this." Yeah, from the same restaurant. Well, they'll combine that together, and then they'll put it out as an offer. So you pick it up, and now you see twenty two dollars for ten uh, miles, and you're like, "Well, that's a good deal." Right. Yeah. And then you get there, and then you realize. You can figure it out before you get there. Yeah. That could be a fun game of, like, I bet, I wonder which one. And I bet you'd be surprised. Like, you know, you drive up to oh, one house oh, and dude. you're like, this is going to be the tipper, the nope, nice house. No, nope, nope. it, It's dude, exactly how you would think it would be. <laughs> I've driven up I've driven up to one of the most expensive houses in Raleigh, Tatton Hall. Okay. On Oberlin Road. Yeah. Fucking 20,000 square. You know what I'm talking about? The fucking Wayne Manor on oh, yeah. Oberlin Road. Like, I've, yeah. I've delivered there and their tip was Paltry. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's yeah. I and I've driven to the hood, if you want to call it that, and I've been like, oh shit, I didn't think I, you know, because now like, like when yeah. you go into like South Blunt Street and shit, I just lost headphones. Um, oh my bad. Oh, uh, it's I just the you. cord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're still going. Uh, South, so like like you know, like South Person and Blunt Street, kind of like like there'll be yeah. like a fucking brand new modern home next to a shack. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So you go over there, you don't know exactly which house you're going to be at, and you get there, and you're like, holy shit, man. It's a nice tip from these people. <gasps> yeah. It's weird, man. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But, they, but all of it is just a way that, like, the the algorithm for DoorDash is written so that they try to give the dasher the least amount of base pay that's legally possible for them. Yeah. Well, and as a consumer, like I, you know, so we, the other, we were coming back from a vacation um, 
oh, chew into the mic. People yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah. Like, that's intent. I brought food out oh. intentionally. <laughs> people love, people love it. Well, the no, 12 people that listen to you. <laughs> no. They're sick fucks. Um, <laughs> oh, we're going we're gonna to get you some listeners. Oh, let's, yeah, yeah let's yeah. introduce. All right. All right uh, so, so, enough uh, about DoorDash. No, no, no. Yeah. I want to keep going on it, but this is Paul. I'm Chris. And this, uh, we've got a special guest with us, Justin Scranton of Conspiracy Beer Me, of yeah. local comedian fame. Uh, or I guess we talked about that last time. Local comedian is kind of uh, derogatory, right? To say uh, local. <laughs> I mean. Raleigh comedian? Yeah, Raleigh. North based. Carolina. Raleigh yeah, it's based. Raleigh based. Yeah, there you Raleigh go. based. Okay. I mean. I'll get it right next time. But I mean, we've got. <laughs> as much as I'd like to think that I'm. More than a local comedian, I you know I mean I perform. You you do I've, shows outside of Raleigh. Yeah, of I've done shows as yeah. far away as Minnesota. Yeah. yeah, I've done you know like show like real like headline shows in Florida. I'm going back for two weekends in Florida. Nice, Virginia. Yeah, I'm I, I'm starting to like be a regional comic is what I would say. Are you going to be at GalaxyCon this year? To be determined. Okay. My, my, my co-host for the podcast, uh, we are we have great ideas. We're terrible about following through on them. <laughs> I can't tell you any times we're like, hey, did we, did we apply for that? And he's like, nah, we forgot. And I'm yeah. Like, Damn it. So originally we were going to try to bring a show to, to GalaxyCon. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that ship might have sailed. Yeah. At this point. For this year, yes. Yes, but you could definitely, I, you could definitely get, as a fan of the podcast, conspiracy beer. You could definitely do a panel there, and people would be into it. You could just record we, a live show. That's yeah, what we were like thinking. Yeah, 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 like yeah. it would be we were, as simple we, as that. Yeah, yeah, but I think we did not apply. Now there will be. Uh, there's a couple friends of mine that are now doing stuff at GalaxyCon. Tyler? Tyler Wood uh, yeah. does kind of the stand-up comedy and some other yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. He usually has me on. Um, you should come. Lisa Carrero? Carreo? Carreo. Yeah. is going to be there, be which there. is confusing because I think she's brought on as a guest. So she used to run the comedy. We talked about this on your show. Um, she used to run like the whole comedy room, like 403 or whatever room it was. But... um Tyler's been doing it the, the last yes. two times that yeah. we've been there, and then Lisa's back as a guest, so maybe they're working together. I think I saw them together at a show in Minnesota, like one of his like Midwest Galaxy Cons that he does. Oh, really? But, yeah, he, he's really kind of cornered the, the, oh the, the con hat, dude. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, I feel for him in 2020. Like, imagine, like, you have, you have five nuts a year. Like, that, you have five sales yeah. a year, and they're all gone. Like, oh, yeah. your budgeting is based on that you make money off five events that you plan all year for. Yeah, but he probably does stuff other than that, too. Well, and I assume that he has, like, a little safety net. But, yeah, he cornered, like, that market of, I like, why have a very specific con? Like, that's my favorite thing about Galaxy Con is that there's everything. Like, you yeah. want to watch stand-up comedy all day? Fucking, there's your place. There's you want to watch wrestling? For most of the day, like there it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to be into any one specific niche thing. He just yeah. found out things yeah. that like everybody's into. And yeah, it's, they- uh, it's a lot of lot of uh, the thing about GalaxyCon that I've always noticed is uh, 
it's real it's real nerdy which yeah. You, oh, yeah. you expect going in but then you realize like in, in, in the right costume nerds are really hot you know, like, you know like, <laughs> like you know like you just see like a nerdy girl in like really you know or, or just kind of like kind of like a buff nerd walking around as like oh Aquaman yeah yeah or something, and you're like this is this is bizarre oh there's attractive nerds yeah. oh extremely i mean yeah. i'm not i'm not <laughs> and it's not even a gendered thing like yeah, it's not yeah. like oh, i feel like back in no when, it's it's a very fluid space yeah, yeah it yeah. is I, like yeah it is i like that i yeah. bet there's a lot of sex at galaxy code oh, i would assume so I, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I everybody's don't staying in the same hotel. It's yeah, like, it's a, like a wedding where everybody's, you know, yeah. well, in the wedding? same hotel. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Different family. Yeah, yeah. It's a hot cousin. Becoming the same family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess. But no, where there's an open bar and everybody's staying in the yeah, same yeah, hotel. Yeah. Like that seems. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, I bet some. I bet some dudes crush it. Like if you if you can Probably. pull off a good Aquaman or like a. What was the guy who was walking around? There was two of them that were walking around shirtless last year. I saw some shirtless dudes. They were yeah. jacked. I, up. One of them was like an Aquaman. There was another guy who was like Thor or uh, yeah, or I don't something. Know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, like if I could pull off the Witcher, I feel like I could get yeah, I could just slay <laughs> there like you go, two man. days yeah. at the Galaxy Con. Why not? and why not? You can. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to paint abs onto my beer belly. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and just go body suits, man. Yeah. 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 Like, you just look jacked. Yeah. Uh, uh, that Get rem- the silicon implants. Two yeah. years ago, I don't know if you saw the bit, but Lisa uh, did um, Carrot Top. So she came out as Carrot Top, and they didn't like tell anybody. Like they didn't like wink or like give yeah. you a nudge. It was like, guys, this is a huge surprise. Carrot Top actually is here. Yeah, and it was Lisa who is five foot nothing in a bodysuit with an orange wig on, and she comes out and she's like, "Y'all ready for some props?" And has a brief, uh, not a briefcase, a like a big trunk. luggage case. Yeah, yeah. And then she opens it up, and it's just her clothes, or it's his clothes. Oh, and so she's like <laughs> panicking because she's like, "Uh." I can I can still do this. Uh, what about shirts? Aren't they crazy? And like it, she does it way better than I'm like giving yeah, yeah, it. Just yeah. like, but it it was a good bit. <laughs> yeah, but the bodysuit, dude, that's what yeah. we need. Yeah. How much body? is in a, a realistic looking one? Yeah. How much would that be? Uh, I bet it to rent or buy. I don't want to rent one. That seems gross, right? <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, depends on what you're into. I think I think a few. I think a <laughs> solid few hundred dollars. I think like if you want one that like that actually looks cool. Yeah, a couple hundred bucks. Man. Yeah, that looks like you're legit. Like buff, buff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. People can squeeze the muscle. Like that, people would feel it and be like, "Oh wow, yeah, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> Why would you want that? <laughs> then you take it off. You get behind. I guess one night. But it it worked for like, like the look, thirty minutes you need it for. Or whatever. This, this is most of what women do when they get. I mean, I watch my oh, wife yeah, get yeah. dressed up, and like it is a lot of tucking, tucking, and, and pulling, and pushing up, <laughs> yeah. and everything, and like ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no, right? Yeah. And if people are into the fantasy, like that's my point. Uh, is people have sex in costume all the time. That's true. So. Yeah. That's why I'm not renting this. <laughs> oh right! Yeah, no, yeah, oh yeah, that's. A, I thought about that I'm, point. I rent to yeah, maybe costume. rent to yeah rent to own <laughs> yeah. a twenty dollar layaway a month for the next three years for my uh, muscular upper body suit. Uh, uh, 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I, I have a I, I have a question, but I want to ask it off the air. Okay. How do okay. we do that on this pod? Yeah. Uh, we just go like this. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Have you guys have, have you guys uh, switching topics from uh, GalaxyCon? Yeah. Um, have you guys tried THCA? No. Have you not? Yeah. No. Um, do you know Do you know about THCA? I've heard about it. Yeah. I know Delta Eight. So yeah. I know. Like. Kratom. THCA, marijuana, the, the plant, uh, has lots of chemicals in it. That's what all okay. the deltas are, mm-hmm. THC, mm-hmm. THCA, CBD, okay. whatever. You can breed a marijuana plant to have more or less of those chemicals, right? You can, yeah, so, yeah. So when most of us think of marijuana, like the, the bud you would buy like in Colorado, they're really sh- like it's just bred to just be just full of THC. That's why you go and see it, the THC contents through the roof. Yeah, yeah. It'll always have THCA and Delta-8 and Other uh, stuff CBD in, in it. So uh, THCA, uh, when it's ignited on fire, <laughs> it deoxycarbolates and it becomes THC. It's the exact uh, same stuff. But so, so then... So, so it's just a loophole in North Carolina law that THCA isn't. Uh, now, the problem is that most marijuana didn't have a lot of THCA in it, right? So what they did is they just started breeding marijuana plants with a shit ton of THCA in it, completely okay. legal. Okay. And now it's just hit stores in North Carolina because it's legal until they close the loophole. So you can go to any smoke shop in North Carolina and be like, you have THCA, flour, or pre-rolls? And they'll be like, yep. Or gummies or whatever you want. And it's weed, it, but it it's just... looks like weed, smells like weed, smokes like weed. And if you were to ingest it, it would do very little to you. But if you light it on fire... It'll do it. So you can't cook with it. You can well, cook with... Well, well cooking no, with yeah, it... you got to get it to But if you're going to make... Uh, yeah, you got if You can bake with it. You can bake with it. Okay. Because then it's going to heat up hot, uh, to, the, to a high enough temperature to deoxycarbolate. Okay. Wonder so, if it, I wonder if it's dissolvable in alcohol, like. So, with, with, so like to make a tincture, you'd yeah. have to you'd have to bake it in the oven. Okay. Um, decarb it. Decarb it. Yeah. 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 You do that with regular. You weed do that with regular weed yeah. too, right? Um, yeah. So it's the same. It's same the same shit. stuff. Yeah. It That's crazy. Like, do like, yourself like even if you're if you're listening and you you, you smoke. Yeah, just. I'll try it out. Yeah. Just go to go to a store. I can recommend one if you want. All right. Uh. uh uh, shout out to these guys on Hillsborough Street, Raleigh, North Carolina, down by the old Arby's. Yeah, know, like down there, like okay. near Gorman Street. There's a there's a vape shop there. All right, and they sell THCA pre rolls. Mm-hmm. It's like the big one, and it's big. I don't know how many grand <laughs> it is, but it's a fucking cone. Hog. cone. How much does that cost? Uh, Sixteen dollars, and That's it's not bad. Big old fucker. Yeah, nice. Yeah. And. Try that. Like I, I check I, it out. Yeah. I should be like I bought this in a store, and they're like, "Let's try it." And then they're like, "Look at my shit." I'm like, "I know." Man. <laughs> well, Hell then, yeah! So that's the thing too. Does that mean now that if I get caught with weed, I can just be like, "I bought this at a store," mm-hmm. like I in any bag? <laughs> that means like there's no way for them to tell that it's THC eight or whatever the hell it is. 
It means so basically, weed is decriminalized in you a sense. This is like or, during or the even more decriminalized yes. than it had been yes. during the prohibition when uh, they were like, you can't buy liquor, but then they would sell medicine yeah, that was like right. medical whiskey, medical grade whiskey. Yeah, <coughs> that's right. It, I, I mean, I think that uh, uh, police and prosecutors right now in North Carolina are very reticent to prosecute people for nonviolent marijuana offenses because I think the general sense is that in a few years it's going to be legal on a federal level. Right. I will say, when I when that fucking Raleigh uh, mugshots uh, Twitter was active, yeah. there was a lot of people getting busted for possession of... Uh, over an ounce or whatever right, yeah. of, of pot. Mm-hmm. Or smaller amounts. Primarily not white Only people. Only one type but, of yeah. person, too, it seemed like. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. But, so I think they're still using it for that, you know, Phil. Well, yeah. I think, I. yeah, I, I'm not, look, we'll come back to that. I think that, that <laughs> generally speaking, unpack. Yeah. police and prosecutors don't like to waste their time on, Crimes that are probably going to be vacated. Right. I, I genuinely think that, like the next five years, anyone who's ever had a nonviolent marijuana-related drug offense, it'll be expunged. And if you've lost your right to vote, you'll get your right to vote back. And all that yeah, happens. yeah, that'd be that'd be tight. That should probably happen. an executive action. I would I hope guess. so. Yeah. I, guess, I would guess the president just. What but, if it? But that's such a weird, even if it's Trump. Man. We, We've been talking about this some about. Do you think Trump would legalize weed? I think if he if it would get him in office, I I, I think that uh, we we had this really good conversation on our podcast about that. If if Trump, if you had a if you had a a moral version of Trump, yeah, in office who was just a true maverick and could control the party. You know, it's like Trump controls the Republicans, but he was doing the things that like we're like, holy shit, this guy's just fucking. You know, he's just like, like executive action. Every woman gets one year maternal leave every time they're pregnant. Mm-hmm. You know, free yeah. health care. Like, yeah. just um, by executive action, we'd all be like, fuck yeah, this yeah. guy, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and maybe, maybe if he's like weeds, weeds legal, right? And if you don't legalize it in your state, we're not giving you any money for highways. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is what they did to raise the alcohol level. To, uh, oh, back in prohibition days? No, no. This was this was more recently. Like states used to set their age limit for alcohol. Uh, and uh, wait, so like how recently though? So my like, wife used to be able to drink. Thirty five. Federal. Like well, no, so they they so they tried to impose a federal law to raise the li- age to buy alcohol to twenty one, and the Supreme Court struck it down. This is in the seventies. This is uh, or in the early eighties. Early eighties. Okay. Because my my wife, who's uh, born in nineteen seventy eight. Okay. No, it's the nineties. Louisiana was the last state that had yeah. an eighteen year old uh, drinking age. What? That's right. And because you wife, can go down to Mardi Gras and get. My wife was yeah. seventeen when the law changed. So that's uh, like that's like ninety five. Well, Bummer. not not really because if you were eighteen when the law went into effect, you were grandfathered in. 
So she had people in her grade okay. who could buy alcohol in high school. Yeah. So she yeah. didn't really miss. So she, she like, in Louisiana, from 18 to 21, like, nobody really gave a shit. Nobody really gave a shit for yeah. those few years, you know? Yeah, I can imagine that if you were of passing age, you know, like, if yeah, 17, you could probably even still go buy it yourself and not get yeah, ID'd. It's because not who even, the fuck is IDing at that point? It's like... Right. It... it yeah, and the whole the whole drinking age uh, is fucking crazy too because uh, I there's a, a neuropharmacologist at Duke that I really like. He's written a couple books. Buzzed is one, and I think Jacked is the other. Yeah, and sorry, he said the reason the drinking age is 21 is because it's at age 18, like that the drinking really like doesn't have as big of an effect on your brain. Okay. Uh, so, so he's like, we don't like 18-year-olds drinking, but it's a lot better than 15-year-olds drinking. Yeah. And he said, our studies all show that whatever the drinking age is, people three years younger have ready availability. I was about to say So the they, they want you to yeah. be able to drink at 18, yep. so they yeah. set it at... Tw- it's like they set the speed okay. limit. We know, like, on I-40, we want you to drive 80, so we put the speed limit at 70, knowing that people will go 10 over. Yeah, okay. that makes the most yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. That's and I'll that's talk. totally logical, too, because right. that that must have just been a wild time to be in high school, excuse me, and um, the seniors all could buy beer. So that means the whole school's drinking, down from the 14-year-old who's, like, cool enough to get invited or has an older brother or something, which, to be fair... That was kind of the whole thing when I was in high school and the drinking age yeah. was 21 anyway. Yeah, but, I could buy booze. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I absolutely, that makes sense yeah. that it's like, but isn't the human male brain not fully formed until it's 25? 25-ish, yeah. 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 <clears throat> so, yeah, he's but, big on, like, don't do drugs. But there's too. several other countries where there's, like, either no drinking age no or drinking the drinking age, age is, like, yeah, yeah 14 when, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. crazy. Yeah. I know I have a friend, this is this will blow your mind. Maybe not. It blew my mind when he told me. My friend Terry, who's older than me, uh, like maybe 10 years older than me. Drinking age was 18, where he grew up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in his senior year of high school, all of his buddies, when they had off-campus lunch, there was a, a strip club nearby. And he said, <laughs> we would go to the strip club... <laughs> Which had a free lunch buffet, which was Ugh. something that strip clubs Ugh. used to do. Yeah. yeah. And they would go to the free lunch buffet. As if titties aren't enough. <laughs> right. And no, it's like, you gotta and get... we'll give you some egg rolls. No, yeah. He said it was a pretty, you know, it was yeah. a decent There's buffet. Like a carved beef <laughs> station. Yeah, get in, like a $5 cover. Right? Some guy in a white shirt and yeah. hat just carving and, uh, prime rib. That's kind of what it was. And then they would get pitchers of beer, one a piece. Oh, yeah. And they would At pound... Lunch? A pitcher of beer, <laughs> all-you-can-eat buffet, and look at strippers during their lunch, <laughs> and then go back to high school and then try to act like they just hadn't been drinking beer and looking at it. That's why people grew up a lot faster. Yeah. Like, if you can handle that level of... But I'm sure kids now are like, go and do ketamine and fucking... Yeah, eat I don't think they do nasty. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, yeah. I think... <laughs> I think that that almost sounds gonna, wholesome to me at this point. Kids are yeah, gonna yeah. find it. Well, ketamine. Ketamine. Is, yeah. No, 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 no I'm the, saying going to a strip club. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. A good healthy years. meal. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just, you know. I mean, yeah. Looking at some titties. I don't. I don't. You know, dude, when I was in the, high school, the day shift is not the greatest, but you know, uh, it's there. Sorry. 
when I was in high school, uh, we always wrestled at this tournament in Deep Creek, and the hotel we stayed at in Deep Creek was across the street from a titty bar that advertised <laughs> yeah. 99 Dancers and the Beast was the advertisement outside this I titty bar. I want to beast. <laughs> <laughs> 100%. Oh. That was the question. What is the, the beast? beast? Man. We'd ask our coaches, but they wouldn't tell us. Raleigh. And then... Oh, they, they went, though. They yeah. Knew. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The beast. And then it was like 99 Cent Wings was on the sign oh. always there. Yeah. Like It was like not only the beast, but Didn't free you wings. get a chance to go when you coached for Watauga? No, we didn't go to Deep Creek when I went to Watauga, okay. but we went to one in Hickory. Yeah, that, yeah, those coaches yeah. were like, "Let's go to the titty bar." Yeah, yeah. 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 It was, I, don't, I, I've never been a too much of a titty bar guy. Yeah. I've never been. Not me in either. A titty really. Bar. Oh, really? Yeah, man. And I've uh, made it to thirty-seven. So underrated. Just... Underrated. Uh, and Raleigh, Raleigh has a uh, a legendary titty bar. It's closed now, and. Uh, the foxy lady yeah yeah the trailer yeah the fo- i have said for many years uh if you don't know the foxy lady it was on capitol boulevard uh in that that median that runs from like kind of like wade avenue there's that giant median. no no not from wade from uh where does it start it starts around atlantic and there's all those tire shops in the middle, and it's divided. Is it with the? There was that like big, like bricked out yellow building right by yeah. it. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. There's a hotel there. There was there a the Dunkin' Donuts. There yeah. was right a Dunkin'. Yeah. yeah, there was. And there's a Milner Inn, which was real shady, and then the Fox Lady, which was also very shady. And I had I've said this for years, and I stand by this statement. If it had just held on a little longer, it would have been hip again yeah oh like, yeah yeah the yeah. foxy lady was slims with strippers right yeah and 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 the strippers there like it was body positive before body positivity was ever a phrase okay like, yeah. you went and you did not see like i don't know i, I didn't know this until i sort of started having stripper friends like a lot of sh- strip strip houses like really treat their dancers poorly and they come up with all these rules. One of the rules is like tattoos. Like you can't have visible tattoos. If you get a new one, you have to pay. Like some places Man. make you pay per visible tattoo. That's weird. And it's, they have a lot. Of, Foxy lady, fucking ink everywhere. Some girls had full fucking ink on their bodies. Like that's cool. You saw big women. You saw black women. You saw uh, uh, Latino women. You saw like. Big pregnant women. There was a famous. You saw anybody willing to strip in what is essentially a double wide, double wide right. trailer. Yeah, 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 <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. what and, you saw. And maybe, yeah. and, and I never, I don't know this for a fact because I never got a, a private dance. There might have been some rule bending on the private yeah, dances yeah. in the back. Yeah. But like, well, that would be expected. One time yeah. at Slim's, we did cocaine just on the table. Like we were just upstairs, <laughs> we did cocaine. Isn't it on the table? Like, like, there's no rules here. Isn't yeah. that fucking porn store that was right by there? Is that bricked out building? There was like a big porn store right there, right? And then the trailer is down the road. Down from the it. road. Yeah, that was like all burnout now. Like, did the yeah, 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 yeah. So that porn store is where fucking Dennis told the story in a previous episode. Oh, God, about answering Disgusting. a Craigslist. Craigslist, Craigslist ad. ad at that porn store. Yeah, 
and going in, and it was just a line of people to have sex with this woman. Uh, he like, said it was like it was a, possibly drugged out. It was it was uh, it was like a one of those gang bangs where everybody. So yeah. it, it was uh, so. And for any listeners that are looking at Craigslist ads, don't be fooled. So he <laughs> wait, wait, said, "That's old school Craigslist." Ads. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. Gone. They're gone is, now. You can't do it now. Well, this is like not that long ago. Well, well he told us like the story not long. No, I. I oh, was, oh, okay. You were there? No, I wasn't there. <laughs> Never <laughs> been to a there, strip club. <laughs> no, but I went to the gang bang. No, there's no, there is no <laughs> casual encounter. No. Gang bang. Hey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's no casual encounter on Craigslist. Okay. Well, this was, yeah, uh, wife and uh, husband looking for a third uh, meet us at adult video store. Mm. And I, for some reason, I guess Dennis thought that he might be the only one to respond. <laughs> he showed up uh, and said lie. that it was like a lot. And I think he said he chickened out. Yeah. I, I haven't chickened out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. Wouldn't he said he got grossed out and left. That's what I was saying. I mean, I'm yeah. saying I, I would be grossed out. It's Even if you were, I mean, it, like I'm grossed out about just the, the, the. I mean, I guess, like, am I, am I going to check everybody has a con? Am I going to stand? No, there? they made people wear condoms. Well, but who's like, checking that? that? Um, I think a guy. Yeah, that's my yeah. What is, whose job is that? It's like, this. hey, I want in on this. Like, <laughs> no, but you know what you can be the fluffer. No, yeah. <laughs> after the, the fluffer, you're the condom check. That's yeah. a fucking that's the worst job. I think I've ever he said no, it was I, like a big, no, brawlic looking dude. I think it's like a bouncer, like, yeah. somebody, somebody hired this guy. like in, yeah, okay. I think it was like a big, fucking yoke dude. It was it, 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 like the husband was the pimp. And then this drugged out he got woman. Do, he got a dude. So if anybody dude. tried to like pull any funny business, I think he was ready. Like the if you tried it. to like pull your condom <laughs> off, I think he was gonna be like bam, and then a fight breaks out in the porno house. Then I'm really hard. <laughs> <laughs> now I start jacking off. I was walking out the door, no and then this fight needed, started, baby. and I just went nuts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, this is, uh, that didn't go down to Foxy Lady. Let me just be clear. No, no. Okay. It was, yeah, it fair. was a, it was a very, very, uh, it, it, look, we would, we always went, I only went with a group of friends and it was kind of an annual gag after we finished, uh, this event we would put on. Oh, cool. And, and every, it was like six, seven of us. And every year I would call and say we were there for a bachelor party. <laughs> so they would like basically, give us a deal on the door. Mm-hmm. And we did that like seven years in a row. <laughs> and they never figured out that like every November 10th, these guys had another wedding. So, um, you know, it's yeah, just a tradition yeah. in our friend group. So, and we got to know people and like, when you got there, it really was like kind of like a dive bar. Yeah. And then you'd be like, oh, I had kind of forgotten there were like some Girls, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I never saw her, but in the uh, 90s, mid to late 90s, there was a stripper there who lactated. Ugh. And her gig was like, yeah. you put your head down the bar and she would uh, she spray would, you spray, with spray, spray, and the line <laughs> would be out the door. Had, and, and, and her stage name, Squirt. <laughs> yeah. That's beautiful. Uh, and, but I, I, was, I was really good friends with a woman who danced there. Um, she's a regular at a bar I attended. And so she's the one that told me about Squirt. Okay. 
and and she's like she's like I don't like to work with Squirt because like nobody nobody's there to see anybody but Squirt. <laughs> she steals the show. She steals the show. <laughs> it was like this weird kink world where like in the nineties you could get right. lactated what, on. What Dude, do you have I, to do to continue lactating? Like, are you constantly pregnant? Nope, or like nope, uh, nope. hormones? No. What? So uh, uh, I happen to know this because we have three kids, all who were naturally weaned off the the, 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 the mom's breast. Okay. So. As uh, one does. So weaning is essentially like, like as as the baby starts eating solid foods, there's it's, it's less and less milk, less and less demand, less and less production until eventually they're weaned, and they just won't take a breast anymore. Right. Uh, all mammals will do that, by the way. Right. Okay. Uh, so, if you keep lactating, if you keep pumping. You'll just, just keep go away. You'll go. That's what a wet so nurse was. So your body so thinks you're still this pregnant. baby just won't quit. <laughs> it won't quit. And that's why there's eight year olds that still breastfeed and some, shit. Some okay. do. Uh, some do. And, and, yeah. And okay. I'm back in the that makes in sense. the olden times, and there, uh, you, rich people had a wet nurse. So you would give birth. They go to the wet nurse. The wet nurse was always lactating. Wait, but why wouldn't you want to? Isn't it like a pressure relief? Like and and this is as somebody who's never been around no, you, pregnant. You've never people. breastfed. I've never breastfed. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> I was, my mom is like straight to bottle. Uh, no, um, what, why would a rich person be like? I don't want to do that. Don't you need to release the milk? Oh well, well the answer is uh, the milk will go away. Right. Um, why don't you do it? Uh, I think over. Time, there's probably a million cultural reasons why, you know, I, I think most of the times it's it's seen as as sort of lower class to breastfeed. You know, right. there's a lot of things that rich people do, which is not that bad, but they're like it's also you you can't start boozing right away too. Yes, that's another then, reason that I would not. And it, you know, like some women don't want their don't want the shape of their breast to change, and some women yeah. don't like the feeling. There's a lot of reasons why. And again, everyone can make their choice nowadays about why, but. Uh, there is probably some pressure early on, yeah. And, and but but, but that that's goes away. But that's that when they just away. that's when you rip the baby away from the mom, stick them on the wet nurse, and the baby's fine. Yeah. Mm. Um. So, what a job. Yeah. I want to do that. Well, no, I no. can't. I can't. I'm not in shape. I'm. <laughs> my no. breast milk would be toxic. And, and, I had so uh, many mushrooms last night. <laughs> I would guess that uh, I would. I would get. I don't know, but I would guess that squirt. Um, sold her breast milk on on the market. Oh yeah, probably. It's a big probably black good market money. for it. Yeah. yeah, and then there there's a there's a uh, there's probably some bakeries out there. There's oh, a regular yeah. market yeah. for it that my wife donated to because breast milk's a pretty it's a pretty expensive commodity, and so my wife would do it for women who had complications and needed breast uh, milk. So every time she she was always donating breast. Did milk. you ever try it? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I tried uh, it. I what's mean, it like? Well. Well, uh, the one thing I uh, look, I can talk sorry. about. I can talk about breastfeeding all day. I'm sorry. I'll tell you I'm this. Try to keep that as serious <laughs> I as I can. Look, <laughs> all right. I, I'll, I will tell you guys. Uh, up until my wife's breastfed, I was a huge. Uh, I had a huge breast fetish. Yeah, I mean, I was a I was a breast fetish. You're guy. a boob man. I was a boob guy. Yeah. I mean, I guess in theory I still am. Yeah. Uh, there's some. There's obviously like you objectify 
this part of a woman's body. And then like sometimes when I was young, I just sort of reduced women to the size of their breasts. That's all I cared about. Right. Which is all problematic, and I get that. When my wife breastfed, my view of breasts changed, and it's never really been the same for me. Okay. Uh, Like breastfeeding is the fucking most amazing thing in the world. We're mammals because... They're named mammoths. Yeah, yeah. That's what makes us... Mammary it is glands. the thing that distinguishes yeah. us from all the other animals in the world. Mammals, and they're fucking amazing. And so the breast milk, the bond between a mom and her child is so fucking mind-blowing. But the breast milk changes over the session. Okay. Like, it, it, it's different. And at the end is what's called the hind milk. And it's like... Just pure fat. It's just like the. That's why babies that breastfeed get like real doughy, mm. and that that fat is super important for brain development in early like very newborn children. Huh. And so that that hind milk, when you taste it, I swear to God, it tastes like fucking ninety eight degree ice cream. It tastes fucking sweet. Okay, so the, yeah, bad. there you go. The like, stuff that comes out, start like selling that stuff, we stuff had, that's <laughs> just sitting there, like when my wife would like put it in her coffee or something, just as a joke. <laughs> like that shit's kind of just like two percent. Well, it's I, like no. all right, that's that tastes it doesn't taste bad. Yeah, yeah, that's but. exactly what I was about to say. So I can I remember we were sitting at a diner and I remember the first time I had whole, whole milk. milk. Yeah, I remember drinking a glass of milk and I was like. There's something different Different about this milk. And my dad was like, what, is it bad? And I was like, no, it's really good. Yeah. And then he tried it, and he was like, this is... And it was like, you know those old Pepsi glasses? I think it was at like a fucking Cracker Barrel or something, It was at like a Friendly's or something, yeah. 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 Like, you know, like the old Pepsi glasses that have to be like a pint full of just whole milk. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, So But you know what the difference is? Um, It's cold. But to level up. But in this... Oh, so... Uh, Breast milk is 98. So you drank it... See, I would chill it. Yeah. If I was going to drink breast milk. Oh, no, I just... That dig it. <laughs> straight out of Straight from the fucking vending machine, man. I'm like, <laughs> All right, so I, I don't want to get you in trouble. Um, so <laughs> you, you can give me an... Uh, no, 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 this Make is nice the most wholesome leches. conversation I've ever had on this fucking pod. It really is amazing that it's like... So mammals as a species just like have this function where... I guess like eggs... It, it, comes from the body, but that you're literally like providing the nutrients like off yeah. of yourself. Oh, like, you just you don't have to forage. You yeah. just like that's way better than the yourself. baby bird. Oh, option, and I'll tell you this: you know? this I is... want to puke into my kid's mouth. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what's even crazier. Uh, this this will blow. It blew my mind. Is the the milk's not there twenty four seven like. Every day at different times of day, the milk fills comes up. in. It yeah. fills up, right? And it fills up based upon this, like, just amazing connection that infants have with their breastfeeding moms, right? And so, like, we would be sitting there, fucking baby sound asleep, and my wife would be like, oop, oop, baby's going to wake up. <laughs> and, like, that, like... That's crazy. The, their bodies are so aligned that that like the baby wakes up, it wants to eat. It might have a wet diaper. It wants yeah. a diaper change. It wants to eat. It wants to go back to sleep. And it's, it would blow my mind. Yeah. She'd be like, "Those of you watching and uh, listening at home, that, like I'm grabbing my breath." <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh oh, milk's coming in. Baby would wake up, and I'd be like, "God, that's fucking crazy." That is that wild. Would be, 
Yeah. Well, and yeah. I guess, like, I mean, just there's something about time. So, like, I have a book where I don't, and this is not even like a conspiracy thing, but it's it, like this guy's argument is that time moves slower um, the further down like towards gravity that you are that's he's a, a physicist that's, that's 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 true like that's a true thing that's why if you went if you took twins and you shot one into outer space they for, would for age 365 days and you kept one here the one in outer space would be slightly younger the carbon like yeah 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 that's wild like yeah, yeah so no I'm wonder reading, all these rich people are trying to get into outer space. Well, no, you no. Well, to no, live no, no, no. forever. I think the book is saying that like it moves faster out in space. No, I don't think so. You age. Hold on, hold on. I'm getting the book. Gravity, <laughs> gravity bends the space time. Google it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna eat this carrot. Do it. All right, The Order of Time Oh yeah, Carlo Ravelli. Yeah, great book. Okay, so I thought, because I thought that that's what he was saying where like... Yeah. So if you're on a mountain... Time passes slower. At sea level than it does at a, on top of a mountain. See, he has an illustration with Smurfs. The less gravity <laughs> has effect the slower time passes. So the further away from the planet you get where there is no gravity, theoretically like time will pass slower. So the person shot into space would be younger. The person who stays closer to gravity would be older. Yes. Huh. He's right. Well, that's confusing. And it's based on how atoms move. It bas- it's based on like how quickly like things are bouncing back and forth and that's like what ages you. Here's the way That's I, a weird fucking thing yeah. about life, huh? Yeah. Here, here, ain't that weird? <laughs> no, it's because uh, it's it's uh, you know you know that the the you know those things that like museums where you drop a quarter in and it like goes around yes and then as it gets faster and it's faster like, it goes yeah 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 that's what space time looks like, right? So it's a big fabric and then it gets these gravitational objects. Sink the fabric down, like black holes, black holes, things like that. And so, as you get closer and closer to mm-hmm. that time, time starts going faster and faster and faster and faster. Yeah. But up here, like while while I while I'm in my first rotation, my first year of life, you're down here. You're going through like yeah. 30, 40, 50 of them. So I'm aging much slower. Right. Right. Um, the further out into further just away from the gravitation from anything well it 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 happens anywhere where there's gra- where there's dis- disparate gravity but like a black hole is massive right right but so, we've never observed like past i don't know what like past that right like we i have they said that the whole known universe is observed have they said that? No, it, 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 I don't think that it's observable in the way that you're thinking about it. No, I, you I don't think so either. observe infinity. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I know. So um, I guess, it, like, I don't know. It, it's just insane to think about that. So if you went as far away from any gravi- gravitational pull, like, I don't get the concept of, like, when on um, Interstellar, 
Mm-hmm. So they go to oh, a yeah. super heavy gravity sure. planet. No, that's right. Yeah, and then yeah. they're there for six minutes, and fucking twenty years yeah. goes twenty by. Earth years. Yeah, that's that's right. Because they're just like moving very slow, but it seems relative because of the gravitational pull. It makes me think that science is all wrong. The Earth is flat, and because uh, yeah. I don't understand it, uh, well, it doesn't make no. I die up there. And, would you die later? That's a question. Like, what, like let's say, twins, Earth, far out in space. Would could you guarantee that the the space baby is gonna live longer? I don't. I don't. I don't know, what? man. <laughs> that question. Right, the mushrooms are kicking in. Interesting. Is that why? Go ahead. Is that why the people on the Titan, like, time passed real quick for hey, them too, at the end, right? Too soon. Uh, no, I, I, I mean I, I think, seriously, I think like the that implosion. That you heard about the science of the implosion? Not much, except for what you that. talked about on your podcast. That, yeah. it, it blows. That blows my mind. Yeah. But that happened. All that science happened. Like it's literally like, hey guys, we're yeah, like that. But then they're instantly I mean, I mean, out. Like, vaporized, yeah, like, nothing remaining, and like, and thankfully so. I mean, for their sake, like, yeah, I wouldn't want to. Oh no, it's, yeah, it's not like a plane crash where you're like, uh oh, something's wrong. Yeah, or like, right? Hey, yeah. I think we sprung a leak. It's like, boom. Yeah, yeah. that's the best possible outcome. Whew. Well, the best. I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, if you're gonna, <laughs> if, if you're, you're gonna, gonna die, die that's yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I'll double down. Yes, I don't want to know when, but I sure as fuck don't want it to be drawn out. I'd rather be on my way to work, being like, God damn it, I don't want to work this yeah, shit. My car implodes, yeah. and I experience no pain. Yeah. I'm just instantly non-existent. Gone. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a bad way. That's to go. That's not a bad way to go. Yeah. No, I want to. I want to. With, with all due respect, don't yeah. twist my words. But <laughs> um, yeah. Well, what else? What, what's the uh, what's the haps with the Tobins? Um, I got a new job. Uh, that's going good. You make it sound appealing. I saw a post nice. about uh, yeah, looking yeah, for yeah. sous chefs, and I was like, Yeah, we're looking for sh- we're looking for uh, uh, cooks and prep cooks. Oh, and, yeah, uh, so I mean, cooks yeah, and yeah, yeah. Cooks. And uh, it's it's a great job. I mean, the place pays really well, yeah. good benefits, um, but it's super corporate. It's like uh, taking temps. Or, like a lot of what I do is go around and make sure that like temperatures are getting recorded and like mm. uh, a lot of paperwork. recipes are being followed uh, and right, like right. yeah. They have like these things. You scan a barcode, and then you go, and you're like employees in uniform check, employee, you know, and you go through. It's just like right. a lot of that stuff. So, do you think? Do you think? Uh, like, if you if one extreme is like cooking at your house, yeah, where it's kind of just like the, your feel of cooking, right? You do yeah. Whatever, yeah, you do whatever you kind of want. Yeah, to like McDonald's, which is essentially reheating pre-cooked food right right there's very little that's like actually cooked at mcdonald's yeah yeah that's like well it's all because you want to keep it as safe as like right sure for mcdonald's to have like a a foodborne illness outbreak like that would be catastrophic yeah like the the publicity that that would come from that would like sink 
their numbers and their stock would go down and people would lose a shit ton of money. So they do whatever it takes to be as safe as possible. So they're like, we're going to pre-cook these hamburgers in a sterile environment. And the meat gets checked before, you know, they probably go through yeah. all these checks. Right. I mean, they're reheating it on a flat top, I think. Well, but, and I would say that it's all timing and scheduling and time management. And I think a really good McDonald's employee could function in a real kitchen. Like if they could, you oh, know, yeah. hint, like if it yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. you can, I think so. I mean, because it's all like in a fat- timing stuff out, and like like a really good McDonald's employee that it's like they give a shit, of, you know, like in there, yeah. Because it, like, what's the difference between f- pulling a frozen patty out and knowing that it's like that? Shit's you could take, take somebody fifteen minutes or like or three uh, minutes I, in the. I would say it's I all disagree. about. I would say it's all about the work. Ethic. I'm saying they could learn. You could they teach. Could be a yeah, functional yeah, yeah, yeah. person. Yeah. Oh, like oh, in the kitchen. Uh, yeah, I don't not th- oh. Th- the skills don't absolutely don't translate. No. But if a person no. was good at you working drop that type that. of kitchen, they could also work a line. Yeah. 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 Like they could be taught to work a line. Yeah. Like my kid had this video game when he was younger and it was a cake factory. <laughs> <laughs> Where he worked at a No, kitchen. but he worked like at a cake, yeah. And like like it would show you a cake and you had to like replicate it in terms of like the color, the icing, the second layer, the topping, and then like the spe- like yeah, it was yeah. just a matching game. Okay. okay, and honestly, you look at McDonald's line. I mean, they're they I mean, they're dropping fries in the fryers, but when you see somebody making a Big Mac, they're like looking at a chart and they're like this, 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 rapid, yeah. and yeah. like somebody is like somebody's job is to like look at the patty count and then bring out patties from the freezer or whatever their thawing process. They finish them in a, they put them on a micro and they finish them on a griddle. Yeah. And then they go into a, a warming spot and then people are literally just like with tongs putting it on a I feel a burger. like they don't do that as much anymore. I feel like they were more willing to accept waste. Uh, when I, like I'd go into a McDonald's and see that warming tray oh, just they would have full just of my shit. Like, so that you could just be like two McDoubles and they'd be like, bup, bup. Here you go, oh, yeah. and, it, and they were still hot and warm. Yeah. Like they weren't bad, but now I go in and it's like they don't do that shit anymore. Like Not everything's made to order almost. Yeah. Well, I mean, made to order, but like, like you said, microwave. There's yeah. a tray. I know they're what you following, mean. A, they're following. They're following this. Thing. Yeah, but there's a tray of sausage patties yeah. that you open You're almost like a tackle tomatoes. box. It's yeah. pre-cut almost like tomatoes, a like box. lettuce. Yeah, of course. This yeah. onion, and you're just. I, yeah, I'm sure that all those people could do just fine in a kitchen. I'm just saying that's not cooking to me. No, no, that's assembly. And then on the other extreme, house cooking. Where where does your restaurant? Do you think it's? Oh, we cook. I mean, it's a everything's cooked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, just like yeah. it's it's. I would call it like upscale. You know. Like cafeteria, food? cafeteria diner food. Yeah, I'm. I'm it's like I'm we pro have pro cafeteria. I'm gonna yeah. say that we have a, a deli that we do. Like f- we cut the meats every other day. We yeah. we like um, every the sandwiches are. You know, then we make sandwiches for pickup and in a case. There's a there's a pizza place where we make the dough in house for the pizza. Um, sure. There's a grill. So. And then there's like an entree station with a rotating menu, like seasonal menu of like entrees and stuff like that. So it's it's pretty, it's nice, you know. 
It's in a fucking bank. Well, it, uh, or a banking. I'll tell you why I'm company. pro cafeteria because I think I think cafeterias people kind of you know or all you can eat buffets or things like that. Yeah, people yeah. kind of give them a bad name. Yeah, and I understand why. But if you saw the back house of most restaurants, yeah. And you saw that most food is like sitting in warming trays, and like, like, <laughs> yeah, it's Basically not that the same different thing. It's yeah. like you just don't yeah. see it. Yeah, someone was like, "Let's just put it in front of them and let them serve themselves." What do they yeah. call it? That thing where it's like they're big in Japan, but they used to have them in like big cities where it's just an endless like conveyor belt of different food, and you can open the window and grab the food, like a hat. Uh, oh, uh, the uh, Swedish. Uh, what do they um, call those things? I love that. I want. Why isn't Raleigh doing that? Yeah, because <laughs> the waste is through the roof. I'm sure, man. It's like every it like that thing's been on the conveyor belt for four cycles. Like, well, then it they and call that. Don't they like, have in in uh, it. uh is it like anything. Denmark or where? I remember it from uh, David Tell's Insomniac when he went to like Holland or somewhere. They had what looked like a big vending machine where you put a put the money in and then push a button and open like a little door and there's oh, like right, food right. in it yeah. and you pull that it's out. Pretty good food. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it looked like it. He's yeah. he was saying it is like they're making it back there in the back and just yeah, putting put the food. In. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm all for a conveyor belt of food. I'm all for breaking down the traditional lines and kitchens. Like I'm, I'm over like back of the house, front of the house. Yeah, like that's a bullshit. Yeah, it's a racial line for a long time when I worked in restaurants. Yeah, like everyone in the back of the house was black latino or had criminal issues like or or a combination of of yeah. those things and now it's an, yeah and, it's and it's, it's like eh. why do we have this why do we have this line where like these people get tips yeah and yeah these people that's don't? yeah that's silly. like yeah you know well because it's the whole structure of the the servers are paid by the customers. They're not paid by the employer. Pretty much. So the employer has to pay the people that make the food, absolutely. Like, it wouldn't work otherwise. Because <laughs> it's even more fucked up. Like, I when people are like, well, the like I didn't like kitchen tip share. I, and I did, I mean, I would do it, and I would never, like, cheat yeah. anybody if that was, like, what you did. But it was also just, like... You should just pay the fucking kitchen, kitchen more. more. I don't yeah. mind tip culture because it is kind of performance based. And like, so what? Like, the owner of the restaurant doesn't have to pay you. Other people will. And if yeah. you're good at your job, or if you're bad at your job, or if you just work at a good place, I got stiffed more than anywhere else at Beasley's. Um, not because of bad service, just because of clientele and. I made more money there because it was so fucking busy all the time that it didn't matter if I got stiffed. Yeah. That's a good restaurant. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. Doesn't I, sound like it. I, it was. <laughs> it doesn't sound. It doesn't I sound. got stiffed more. That, well, it, yeah, it sounds guess, like it's a restaurant where people can, can stiff you knowing that you're already making enough money. Yeah. Which I guess. But I mean, dude, I made more there than I make now. Like, yeah. it, it's crazy. Yeah. But, well, no, a good paying, I mean, a well, a good paying server, especially bartending job, yeah. it's hard to replace. Yeah. yeah, most people didn't stiff, so it didn't matter, yeah. and I didn't oh, have a chip on my shoulder. About, That's weird because I didn't have a chip on my shoulder about serving them because I was just like, I'm, I know what my averages are going to be. Yeah. yeah. 
you know? Yeah, that's you're you're not you're not wrong. I'm did, talking I, a lot of shit because at the time I was like, I fucking hate this, and I would take it personally. <laughs> yeah. Like this is all I'm, bullshit I'm, yeah. speculation. I'm, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think if you back backtrack a couple of <laughs> okay, if you go hundred episodes, episodes yeah. So let's ask this, uh, chef: Is could a restaurant? Um, and let's just make it a non-chain local restaurant. Uh, could it could it pay its front of the house and back of the house employees a fair salary with health benefits? Like like a like a legit job, I think that's w- the way the industry is moving. Is it's gonna have to be like that? I mean, I just left where I was at beca- for a job that paid more money for a, a lower position. So once I get into the position that I was in, I'll be making ex- significantly yeah, amount, right. a significant amount more. And the benefits are way better. There's like a retirement. Pa- there's a four hundred one k. There's sure, sure, you know sure. like. So I, I, and the place that I was at was doing things that I had never had. Like they had health benefits and paid time off for hourly employees, and sure. like they had stuff. So I feel like the the way the industry is moving is like it's gonna you're gonna people are gonna have to like pay a living wage. So and, if you if you had a restaurant, <clears throat> and to make the analogy easier, let's just it's, just, it's good food. It's yeah. it's fair price, so it's popular. Okay, but part of it was like hey. We're we're not a we don't tips are not expected here. Our our employees are paid a, a, a good wage, a fair wage, and they get health benefits. They're fully covered health benefits for all full time employees. Blah blah blah. blah. Yeah. Do you, do you think people would be like that's where I like to eat because like the, the price on the menu is the price, and you know maybe it's a little more expensive. Probably. Absolutely. Yeah. What I I think the only argument against it is that. Um, you would lose the, which is, it's undeniable. I, I don't know how to argue against this, where it's like the reason that a server is nice to you bec- is because they want your money. If they're, like, if they don't have to be nice to oh, you man. and create this ambiance. Yeah, but, I mean, if it's part of the job, too. I mean, like, I guess, yeah, if, you if know, there's some If it's like you have to be that yeah. way, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but I think that, yeah. I, I don't know, man, and and I, I hate I can't. I it hate. might be a little bit like but they the difference the between minimum, a college, they would meet the minimum you know, national championship game and a you know like professional championship game, where it's like they already have the money. They're not. I, th- I feel I, like the college championship game is there's a little more intensity. Hunger. Yeah, because they're like we're playing for to yeah, get to I, the place where we can make the money. You're, you're right. It, this is treading into it discussion about teacher salary but let me just stick where we are if my wife my wife loves service industry she doesn't do it anymore she was great at it which the last place she served she was so good that like she had regulars that came on nights they were like when's she working she's our server she's one of those yeah she she genuinely loves the job it shows yeah and if you told her like you could make 45 55 thousand a year with benefits 401k it's a normal job tips are sometimes we get tips but it's not part of it that's not what you're paid on right. and tips are split a hundred or shared throughout the entire organization yeah. yeah like then my wife would be like that's the job i want that's her dream job yeah yeah 
just it just that doesn't exist right now. Yeah. I think there are people that love that job. Just like there's people that love teaching, and they're like, it does it is a shitty job. Yeah. The hours are crappy. I do well, and when you take off the table, like, is this person gonna pay me? Like a lot of the resentment towards the customer would go away, which would be a good thing. Yeah. I mean, I think maybe the service level might dip like slightly, but you're right. Like people that are good at like. Like I did enjoy. I just. I'll tell you what it would do. It's a good. Go ahead. What? When it's slammed busy. Yeah. And customers are frustrated. You would be like, "Hey, dude, I don't get paid anymore to bust my ass for you to yell at me. So you can yell all you want, but I'm not fucking like. Yeah. Yeah. Which. If a restaurant slam, that's the fucking fault of the it management. It takes the power away from the well, guest, really. Like, because the guest could be like, if they're yelling, it's like, I would have left you a good tip. It's like, I don't. Right. I'm already getting paid. Fuck your but money. But I mean, you know? it would. So then you throw power to the management, which it's it's really that's what being good at serving is is being able to manage those people. Like, yeah. Serve if everybody was nice, serving would be an amazing job. It's being able to have somebody be like. This doesn't look good, and being like, instead of being like, "The fuck are you talking about?" Yeah. yeah, it takes just being able to take that, like, oh, like what? What about it doesn't look good? Like, can, is there anything yeah. I can do? Do you want to? Do, you know, like, oh, and I'm then, sorry, this and isn't what you expected. What can like, I do to make this it's right? It's being yeah. able to sure. make somebody feel important. So if the motivation of like how. I get you would still get fired if you didn't do it enough. Sure, so it would be the exact same job. So I don't know which is better because, like, I it, would I would I, say taxable income and and um, benefits and shit like that. Yeah, like why not just serve just servers at a good restaurant make forty thousand dollars, forty five, fifty thousand dollars a year. Sure. And and would a restaurant be able to handle yeah, that though? Is is your question? I guess. Yeah. I think here's what I think you have to do. And if I win the Powerball, it's Let's currently four seventy million. Got to play to win. We're gonna we're gonna open this restaurant. I would, I would, I would that that would be my business model. Everybody here is paid a fair living wage, health care, profit share. So like all employees are also like. Minority owners, you own a little bit. So at the end of the year, depending on what our goals were, if we hit it, everyone gets a fucking re- legit bonus, not a five hundred dollar bonus. Yeah, I mean, like if the restaurant makes a million dollars, you get like a piece. You, you're like, yeah. oh, my bonus was like yeah. fourteen thousand this year. It was really good. Yeah. I'd also take the back of the house and the front of the house, and like people that cook the food could be servers, and servers could be cooks, and so that like. When when your cu- when your customers like oh this is delicious and you're like I actually like made that soup I, like yeah. yeah like because I think people I think that we have this idea that certain people belong in the back of the house and then your front of the house is sort of better looking like these sort yeah, of yeah. server looking folks well we are I mean that's fine Shut I'm up. just I'm, kidding I'm, I'm, I'm a, <laughs> I want to just I want I want the people that made the food to feel a part of it yeah I want tips no if there, if there are tips where someone's like we were blown away. We want to pay more than you've charged us. I've worked in yeah. restaurants where it was like, as a server, like you knew how to make an item or two, and then like you like so if somebody was like, oh, I need this, I could run back and like go do it. Yeah, and then yeah, um, I think it was especially because when I worked at Natty Greens, I did go from back of the house to front of the house, and I think they were cool with like if I could tell they were slammed and I needed like. A, 
garlic bread. I, yeah. It's like put the butter on the bread and put it in yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah. oven. And that, you know, like, yeah. so. I used to make horseradish sauce. allowed that, but it, the efficiency of, of a restaurant where, like, I, I've worked also in a restaurant where it was, you took the order, you made the order, and then you handed it to the customer. And God damn, that was not efficient, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not, I, I'm not saying that. I'm saying I work a 45-hour week. 20 of it might be prep or kitchen. Yeah. Well, I'm working. I'm expediting tonight. I'm... I'm, I'm. Oh, oh, so, so you can take whichever shift. Yeah, you yeah, want. like there, yeah, like there's not this sense of like you do one or the other. And again, it makes sense because I'm paying, every, I would pay everybody fairly. Yeah. And I mean, that, yeah, yeah, that would make the most sense. That's one thing that I've always thought was weird is that every, it would be dope if everybody knew how to do. Yeah, all, all of jobs. the work. Yeah. yeah, everybody should work one and, shift. And hourly pay versus salary, it's like you pay. Find out what you average for all of the hourly employees. And instead of, I mean, you could even approach it as like, instead of paying all the overtime that they're averaging, just find an, that average salary and just pay them that. Yeah. You I mean, know what I mean? And then it's they have set salary changes security and pay. Lives. Yeah, yeah, dude. It really like, changes people's lives. And it, in like paid time off. Yeah. If you, if you want fucking, if you want to, uh, reduce the communicable disease rate in this world in this country just give restaurant workers paid time off by yeah. law yeah because the number of people that are coming in a little under the weather because they can't afford to take time off and then preparing food yeah you know, like i don't know i mean i know we all we cook it and all that happens yeah but paid time off is crucial is a, is a net gain financially because yeah. of how many people are just walking around with disease right now. It's just an odd thing, too, where, I mean, you would have to staff it to where if you have somebody out, like, that's that's how yeah. our job works. And it does suck when people are out, but, you know, you staff what your expected, like, volume of the day is, regardless of it's food or calls for a service center or whatever. Right. So we have enough people where, like, even two people can be out and it's like all right we can handle this if it's a service floor and one or two people call out like if if easily's if two people called out and they couldn't find replacements one person would have to handle the entire restaurant you know what i mean like and make bank well (laughs) but not in my model (laughs) i mean they would but I and maybe that's it. Maybe that's the attitude that you need to have in life is I'm gonna make bank, not yeah. I'm about to be but miserable you, for the next nine hours of my life. This is yeah. where this is where the gig economy makes sense to me. Uh although I'm currently thumbs down on the gig economy because the, the gig co- economy? Gig economy. Okay. So gig the gig economy allows one to opt into jobs so there's one for restaurants where like a restaurant's uh, like we need a dishwasher today we yeah. need a prep cook today so it's like app driven app driven yeah. uber is a gig yeah. economy okay. lift okay. I gotcha. uh, doordash there's now like the made yeah. one too so busy bee or there's something amazon like flex so all these are jobs where like you don't have to work you work when you want you set your hours and you just accept the the the, the pay for the day or whatever and you could I think they're egregiously underpaid. I think they're exploiting workers. There's a lot of things I don't like about it. Mm-hmm. But in this fair system, where your restaurant, like, oh man, we have a 
we had a flu come through the restaurant. I mean that we you implemented that at um Beasley's Well we did Inno. labor yeah, we did uh there was a um it's like labor force or something like that is what we did. Yeah. I'm gonna get yeah. another round. Hold yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Hold, Hold on. on. Caesar salad for four and it would just and come out just with tongs. Yeah. And yeah. you just come out and you're serving it at your table. And, That's cool. Yeah. You know, and so you know, you just have this menu every day and you could just kinda kinda of chaos menu where like it's just Whatever. Yeah, yeah. like like what, you know whatever you come up with yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And you no know, people could make like like I make fucking insanely good chicken parm. And I'm like, I want to make my chicken parm one day. And we're like, well, let's, you know, once you get the recipe right, like, all right, we're going to do this. And then. Yeah. That'd um, be cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's my dream. Yeah. I mean, I ate at a place in Banner Elk that was like. I know the place. Table. It was like everybody ordered, you would order like one or two things. Yeah. And then they just bring out, it's like enough for like I've, I've eaten the there. whole table. Yeah. There's a place in Nashville like this that, uh, you don't, there's no menu. You just sit down. And they just bring it out. And they're just bringing whatever's on the menu. That would be cool. And you're like, and you're, and you're sitting, they're community tables. So you sit down and like. Automat. Like we're, That's we're, the fucking word I was looking for. Oh, Automat. yeah. yeah Automat. The thing. An Automat. Yeah. Automat. It's where it, when you said that they just bring shit out yeah. and then you like take whatever you Automat. want. That's yeah. what made me think of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But. I set a table like a big old. It's like a lit. It's like a big old old Victorian house. I set a table like eight people by myself. Oh yeah. I was like at a hotel, and I was like, "Where's somewhere I can eat that like only people from Nashville eat?" And dude's like, "You got to go down to the, you know, Macaulay's or whatever it was fucking called." Yeah. So I go in and I sit like in this. It's like being in your grandma's living room with a big table. And they're just fucking slapping food down constantly. Like and you're like, hey, pass that, pass those mashed potatoes. Have you ever been to the Daniel Boone Inn? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's like, in, that's is that the place you're talking about? No, so that's in Boone. The place I was talking about is called like the Chalkboard. What was it the called? Mountain, the Mountaineer. It I was. It was in Banner Elk. I don't know if it's there anymore. I think it was yeah. called the Chalkboard, but it was similar. It was like they had a big chalkboard, and it was like these are the entrees written yeah. on it. These are the sides written I love on it. it. Man. You know, the here's your like apps or like yep. starters, and then like everybody at the table picks what they want off of the menu, and they charge you for whatever you pick. And it was like serve they serve the whole table, the whole table. I love yeah. it. I, that's what I, kind of restaurant I want in Raleigh. Yeah, that'd be cool. Raleigh, need, Raleigh, Raleigh's lacking a lot of things. Yeah, um, well, they, everybody took a hit. That COVID didn't kill the Foxy Lady, right? No, the Foxy didn't. Lady died before mm-hmm. no. COVID. Nah. Yeah, Raleigh, uh, the city of Raleigh. So, so here's the deal: is uh, Capitol Boulevard as it comes in from 440, it it, it splits, right? Uh, and it, it and it splits uh, to the north south direction, and in the middle is a median, and that median is essentially following Pigeon House Creek. Pigeon House Creek runs into Crabtree Creek right at Crabtree Boulevard, where the Greyhound Station is in Raleigh, okay. North Carolina. The, the the beginning I'm terrible with direction, so I don't. So I know so where the Greyhound capital, station, where is. the Greyhound is, where the new uh, Ironworks Shopping uh, Center is. Yeah. That's Crabtree Creek. Okay. Um, it starts in Cameron Village. Uh, near the Library of Cameron Village is an underground aquifer. Oh imper- hell yeah! Impermeable uh, aquifer. Yep. And it drains down 
down to Natty Greens, down yep, to yep. Glenwood South, yep. over underneath Peace Street by the Publix to the by endless grind. The studio. Yeah. By our studio. Yep. It was right by our studio. Yep. Uh, that used to be the entrance point. I've walked that thing many times. I have walked it as well. There's yeah. great street art all along that. And and then it, it tumbles out by the endless grind. That's where the Raleigh Stars baseball team used to be. We used to have a baseball stadium in downtown Raleigh. Wait, what? That's a that we had a where that tunnel comes out. Tunnel if you comes out. out of the tunnel. Yep, that's you're at endless you, grind. Basically, you basically go back there. You'll see old urinals still intact. Like whoa, that's yeah. crazy. There's a basketball court, uh, but that's where the baseball team played, and that was called Devereux Meadows, and it had soccer fields. It was a huge city park. It eventually just kind of got the city bought it, put uh, truck storage and stuff there, and yeah. Capitol Boulevard came. Yeah, it is just so now that whole meadow all the way to Crabtree is being restored. Crabtree is going to stay four lanes, but it's going to be moved to one side. It's also a horrific floodplain, mm-hmm. so those all those businesses would get flooded every few years, and the city would end up paying millions for restoration on roads and connectors and everything so they're just like this is we're gonna so that's gonna all be like green space with a greenway that goes from crabtree creek greenway to the Publix, and yeah. and then it's gonna have soccer fields and and smash ball my bike and there yeah there you go no you that's that is the way to ride your bike there yeah that's how you'll bike downtown from this location that'd be cool you go right down to crabtree creek yep. greenway yeah Zip over to Capitol, catch the Pigeon House Creek, and I'll take you right into Glenwood South to Publix. Pigeon House Creek. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Dirtiest waterway in North Carolina. There. Why is there a sign that says only eat one fish per month? Just say no. F- <laughs> don't don't eat, eat the fish. From Crabtree. Yeah. <laughs> well, but there's a sign on the Greenway that says if you're going to eat these fish, make sure you're only eating... One or two. I think it's per that month or something like that. And it's like only one to two fish per month. Wait a second. If you're going to. Yeah. But I, there's but there's lots of things that like like are carcinogenic. In, like a lot of the studies where they're like saccharin causes cancer. It's like, well, yeah. if you snort saccharin every day. Yeah. I just feel. All these I, studies I, are like, it's. It, I think it has lead in it. I think those fish have lead. They're raised on tires. Like, yeah. it's just nothing but garbage in that thing. Like, those are disgusting fish. Well, but, yeah. but, well, well, okay. I just I, feel bad for the I people that push have it. Okay. We might need to repack that um, if you want. There's weed right here. Um, I would say your, your fight should be, why do we have a creek running through our downtown that's so filthy that you can't, you can't eat, eat the, the things fish. out of it? Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, fair, fair. So, I mean... We don't have to have a fucking polluted creek running down. <laughs> there was a time in not too distant past where Crabtree Creek was swimmable. Yeah, it was that recreational. Would be cool. yeah. You could tube on Crabtree Creek. Yeah, that I would, like would be that. cool yeah. if they had it clean and you could just tube the you whole thing. Fucking tube. Yeah. I mean, I guess you still from could, Raleigh Boulevard. Yeah. From Raleigh Boulevard to New Bern would be an ideal. Inner tubing section in fucking downtown Raleigh. We yeah. have a waterway in downtown Raleigh. Yeah, it's just that nobody wants to take the time to like put the infrastructure in. We have a retaining pond just south of Raleigh Boulevard. So 
but, clean it there and then let we, it. What we have to what, what we have to handle is storm run, runoff. Yeah. Nobody wants oh, to yeah. deal with like where does our storm street runoff street goes runoff, right in right there. in there. <laughs> and so it's and nobody wants to address that problem. We're yeah. just kind of like just wash it in the creek, let it fucking wash downstream and be somebody else's problem. Yeah. And where does it where does it end up? Uh, in the noose down to Newburn. And then, and then <laughs> every new- fucking once in a while, guess what happens? You hear the news, and it's like, oh, a red tide <laughs> off the coast of North Carolina has killed 45 million fish. And you're like, people are like, oh, my God. And you're like, that's our fucking that's Raleigh, Raleigh that's fucking dumping our waste. <laughs> and it ends up there and causes a bloom of some sort of plankton that fucking just destroys the ocean. I wonder where Charlotte shit goes. Charlotte shit goes Lake South Carolina. Davidson. South no. Carolina? Mm-hmm. They're fancy. They drive it all out and dump it in New Jersey. No, dude. I, I, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Every year there is at the beach in the summer. It's like this beach was closed due to un like unsafe yeah. fecal levels yes. in no, the water. It's because it's and it, it's because of we don't want to deal with the problem upstream. Yeah, I like to imagine that it's just that people, instead of just going into the water to pee, they're just taking shits off the off the coast of the beach. You would like to think that, but but no shit is powerful enough to, to to outweigh the fucking and million people in Wake County just dumping our shit. our shit in the water. How many times have you shat? <coughs> in the ocean, though, like I, we all know, you're at the beach, you're drinking and and laying in the sun. You go in for a dip. Half the time, that means you have to pee. So you just go out there and pee. Look, and taking a in. taking a pee in the ocean is a How substantial difference from taking a dump. Have you yeah. ever in your life <laughs> dropped a log out? Yeah, there? just gone out there and. Uh, then, mm. <laughs> I have I have at least one time. I thought I shared that story on the last pod. Uh, you probably did. We probably did. a lot of shit. Yeah. Um, no, I pooped, I pooped in the ocean and miscalculated the tide. Oh, and it came <laughs> and it back. Washed, it washed, I think you did tell this it one. Yeah, into yeah, like yeah. a river and like okay. a, I mean, well, a huge pile of turds. They, they float. That's the thing. Our audience loves a callback. So. Uh, dude, there's one that I've definitely told on the pod before, but uh, there was a lake. Um, it was like one of these fucking water parks where there's like zip ties and like swing ropes. And oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and it was out it was out towards like Fayetteville, I think. And, uh, I used to go with my buddies. Um, uh, and when we were out there one year, we all like jumped in the water and we were swimming back and we got to where like you climb out to like go out. And my buddy, Justin was getting out of the water and there was a literal fucking turd floating right by where he came up. Mm. It was like somebody fucking shit in the water there. Yeah. I mean, time to go. <laughs> Sometimes you got to go, and yeah. uh, De- and I would, I would, I would definitely in a pinch jump in the ocean and shit it out. 
Wait, but all of my turds sink, though. No, Does that don't. mean I'm not healthy? Not There's no way. No, yeah, okay, the buoyancy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Not in salt water. <laughs> yeah, no. That's what I want. A well, salt water toilet. You got a turd, it's, you're <laughs> dead. Oh, you're fucking, you need to go to the doctor if your turds <laughs> sink in salt water. I'm serious. <laughs> it's just dense, man. No, just, not, not. <laughs> you should put, you put some salt in the toilet. All I eat is iron and fudge. Yeah, Um <laughs> no, that, it's uh, that dangerous, and that's what you're doing. Okay. Um. <laughs> I meant in the toilet. All right. Okay. Uh, uh, so I uh, go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. Well, I had a, I. Do you guys still do shit stories? I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Hey, hold yeah. on. Uh, man. We even have a queue. Um, uh, I did. So I have one I want to tell. I don't have to tell it now. Right. I just didn't know if you guys still told. Yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had one recently. It's super embarrassing, but I'm willing to tell it. All right, have yeah. the story. All the right, spot. let's do it. But I don't, I don't have to do it now. I just I know I got about an hour. Listeners, beware! The tales of which you are about to hear can only be described as Ooh. story. Great, great intro. Yeah. All right. Thanks. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you want me to do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's a little embarrassing how recent this story is. Uh, like this happened like in the last couple of weeks, and uh, as, as uh, we were talking about earlier, I, I I drive DoorDash mostly breakfast is when I mostly do it in the mornings. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was out driving, and it was like a little after seven in the morning, and I stopped at. Uh, uh, a Brugger's mm-hmm. and I got a uh, I did a delivery and I was like you know give me a cold brew while I'm oh, here yeah. uh, I like a cold brew yeah I've been doing cold brew because it's less acidic than uh, brewed coffee and it's helping my acid reflux tremendously since I've since I've uh, switched to cold brew I haven't had a single episode which I'm really excited about nice. okay so I was like I get a cold brew and uh, so I did. I was doing deliveries, and I had to drive to a McDonald's. Um, if you're a Raleigh listener, uh, it's the Wake Forest Road McDonald's. Okay. I was gonna say, like, okay. I don't mean to derail, but in the morning, are you getting like a lot of like McDonald's, Wendy's delivery, like Chick Fil A, Chick Fil A, McDonald's, Brugers. Uh, and here's the here's the thing is that a lot of dashers, good dashers, they're like, I don't do five dollar orders. They're all five dollar orders. Right. So what you have to do is you have to figure out how to do like ten per hour. You have to figure out how to do them super fast. Mm. So that's what I do. So I go out for a few hours, and I just make like one hundred twenty bucks, and I'm done for the day. I just I'm lazy. Yeah, but like for those few hours, I'm like, I'm just going back and forth. It's five dollars, five dollars, five ching, 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 ching. to the same, like same same areas? apartments, same apartments. I'm like oh, yeah. parking illegally, <laughs> fucking running upstairs, fucking dropping it, pick it, boom, back in my car. Yeah. yeah, like I'm just like that's my whole thing is I just do it super fast, kill it. Yeah, and a lot of guys are just like, I don't. That's a waste of my time. It's too much work. I'm like, it is, but I'm done at like I'm usually done at like ten, eleven each day. Yeah, that's not um, bad. That shit is just crazy to me how much more because it is five dollars and like the people end up like if they throw you a tip, it's like what, twelve, fourteen, twenty? 
but it's I, I try to I can try to I try to get like 30 <laughs> 40 an hour like but like brief no but if I ordered a fucking egg McMuffin like a you know to my job how much am I paying more than what that egg McMuffin oh probably costs? like five dollars two of which goes to the driver three of which goes to the, the service and then whatever you tip okay but so if if that if the egg McMuffin is five you're there's an additional ten five and, and a tip. tip. And you're probably like, uh, two dollar tip, twenty percent. Yeah, three yeah. yeah. Two, three bucks. Because yeah. But if you know where how to do it, you know how to get around lights and stuff like that, which is what I normally do. So I drank this coffee. All right. And so, I zip yeah, zap zap over to the McDonald's and in that time <coughs> uh, I was like, Oh man, I have to take a pretty pretty good crap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? So I was like, I'm going to go in this McDonald's because sometimes they're kind of slow and they're like, it's not ready yet. And if it's not ready, I'm going to go use the toilet. Okay. So it was not ready. Thank God. Went. Door was locked. And I was like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. So I waited, waited, waited. And I went back. I was like, is it ready? And they're like, it's bagging it up now. I'm like, all right. I'm still going to take it. I would just, yeah. Well, I was like, I'll just, I can hold it. I'm not, it's not that bad of a deal. Uh, All right. No. So I went and I got my car and it was a quick, again, it's like a mild delivery. So I'm going to drop it off, come right back and then I'll use it again. So I, I'm like, I go to drop it off and I'm like, Ooh, I think, I think I misjudged (laughs) the, 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 the NORAD reading on this shit. I thought it was like like DEFCON 2. I think it was more like DEFCON 3 or 4. Yeah. It's like, so then I was like, all right, more imminent. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to zip over to this gas station. I like cut through the parking lot, which I do all the time to avoid lights. And I, and I hit like a fucking work zone where they're like, turn around, dude, you got to close. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, fuck. So then I backtrack all that. Now I'm definitely pushing DEFCON 4. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I pull in this BP on the corner of Six Forks and I go back. Men's room's locked. I'm like, fuck. Women's room's locked. I'm like, fuck. So I'm waiting and I'm knocking. And I, so I walk up to the front and I'm like, hey, is there a key to the bathroom? Yeah. And yeah. she's like, they're out of order. And I'm like, double fuck. Oh, <laughs> so now I'm like, fuck, I'm DEFCON 5. Yeah. I go back to the McDonald's I started at and I was like, oh, Oh no! Panic, yeah, pa- yeah, panic! Yeah. Like sweat coming out, like yeah. walking, like fuck. I, if I just had just let, if I had just been like fuck it, I just would have just everywhere on myself. That's how yeah. bad it was. You'd have to go home. Get to the men's room, locked still. And I was like, okay, I got to go in the women's. So I go in the women's, and I'm in my head like, if there's a woman in the shitter, this is just <laughs> this is gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad. <laughs> No one's in there. At least they're all shitters in the women's room. No, I, yeah, but it was one, one shitter. Oh, no. So I was like, all right. So I'm like, you know, you're like dropping your pants kind of gingerly. Uh, yeah. Sit down. And I'm like, I say I sit down. I might have shat my pants a little bit before that, right? <laughs> yeah. As yeah. you'll understand. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Sit down and just evacuate violently my bowels. Like just, just <laughs> here. Hold all, on, hold on. Just say, that, say that again. Violently evacuate my bowels. That's not, that's not, that's so. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was just right. it was just egregious. That's when I noticed that I had not quite got there in time. That like there was 
Yeah, like I was like, okay, this this dash is done, <laughs> done. Like, so I'm like, I'm like, just sitting there, and I, I take all my clothes off because I'm like, I'm not putting these underwear back on. I'm in the women's bathroom at a McDonald's, and if anybody walked in, they're clearly going to see a man's. Butt ass thing, but like I'm like I mean I'm, the door's closed, but my fucking yeah, you're in I'm the like stall. my shoes are off, my fucking pants are off, I'm, and I'm like okay, and uh, so I finally like, okay I'm done, fucking stand up, kind of fucking chuck the underwear to the side, put the jeans on. I'm I'm going home at this point yeah, to yeah, wash yeah. everything and shower. I'm just like so fucking embarrassed, and. uh Turn around. I've absolutely fucking destroyed this bathroom. Like, full, like, jackass fucking just ass spray <laughs> everywhere across everything. Oh. And I'm like, I didn't know that. I don't know what that, I don't, I don't know the physics of that. Was I sitting down still when it started to come? I, I, like, yeah. I can't. Yeah, yeah. And I'm so horrified. <laughs> So, like, I fucking kind of fucking cleaned up the fucking toilet bowl. But I'm like, there's no, like, I'm terrified. I, I got to go and, like, wash my hands to After. some. Yeah, yeah. Like, and uh, so I fucking was like, I'm just going to fucking take the heat on this. And I went. There's, a, there's me- a moment when, if, when you really got to go where, like, I think. You time it out right most of the time. Yeah. Where your pants are down and you're about to sit down and you start pooping and it's almost like a timed collision yeah. where it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 you, yeah. you might be starting here yeah, yeah, and my yeah. hands are apart for the listener. You need to get to vertical. But then, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. as long as you're, you're hovering over, like, yeah. sometimes the- you start and then every once in a while, that goes horribly wrong. <laughs> yeah, that this because you started wrong. while you're still hovering. <laughs> yeah, and you, it didn't. This didn't part, connect. this was all bad. <laughs> that whole thing, dude. That's what happened, and I destroyed that bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> fucking scrubbed up. Walked out like I killed somebody. <laughs> I got in my car, and uh, I'm like, I'm going home. To cry, take a shower, <laughs> and uh, and uh, um, and then I realized I had a huge quandary. Like I still had somebody's McDonald's to deliver. Uh, like what do you like? Yeah. Like I didn't know what. What would you do in that situation? Because do you deliver There's no it? emergency button where you're just you, like, yeah. There there is an emergency. You can pull the thing and be like, I had an emergency. I can't deliver this food. Yeah. Frowned upon. You can get a, especially if you already have the food. But in the yeah. in my, do I tell them like I just violently defecate it and I don't I feel sick. sanitary? Yeah, yeah. 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 I would yeah. appreciate it as a consumer. Yeah, yeah. That's you know what? what? Fucking take my twelve bucks. Don't give me. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I did. I did, I did not feel comfortable yeah. delivering that yeah, food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was like, I'm going home. You yeah. did the right thing. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I think that's right. A lot of people would deliver it. Yeah. I mean, people need money, so. man. Yeah. People need money. Why is this 45 minutes late? <laughs> well, I had to take a shower. <laughs> I'm picking it up to delivering it. Yeah. Nice. Even if you didn't, I mean, yeah, yeah it's like... I, so sorry, if you work at McDonald's, I'll, if you're the janitor, I owe you like a 10 spot. <laughs> <laughs> the like, McDonald's on Wake Forest, right? 
Yeah, I should go by and be like, I feel so guilty <laughs> about this. Have Here's... you ever tried? Have you ever tried to tip somebody at like a Little Caesars or a McDonald's? No. I think I was so drunk one time that I just was like, threw a tip down, like just not thinking about it. <laughs> how How long ago was this? Um, when I was still in the service industry. Like I think it was like yeah, I think nowadays there's a tip jar like I don't I don't at McDonald's. Oh, uh, you go to like your insurance agent. <laughs> I guess I haven't yeah. been in a McDonald's in so long. Everybody's uh, tip. Everybody is putting it out there. Okay. All right. Well, okay, so now it would be cool. Yeah. The people like I've I've done it before and people were like what the hell is this? And we're like I get paid. I, I can't No. I'm not taking this tip. It's insulting. Yeah. Like they were mad. But that's a weird response from a Little Caesars person to be like, "Nay, no more money for me, man. I get paid I think enough. it was like That's how was, they were at the Wegmans pickup. Like they were like refused the tip. Well, well, well. Okay. There's You're a difference to tip between your grocery guy. If right? you say to your employees, which I do understand, we do not accept tips here. Yeah. That makes sense to me. And I understand why why a boss would say that to their employees. And the reason is because if old man Johnson always gives a tip, then he's going to get better service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone's going to fight and wait around and be like, ah, I'll just wait till old man Johnson comes and then I'll work hard. Yeah. And if you want a place like we give everybody the same level of service, tips are irrelevant. You just then, pay then The only way is to make sure because... Yep. Like... Yeah. But the trick is just to get a bunch of Mr. Johnsons. That's that's what, (laughs) right? Like that's the guy that tips. Or did I not remember his name right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Because that, like, when you were talking about your wife working for that place, like it, if you have it, it's like a, a circumstantial thing. Where yes, like there have been periods of time where it was like all my regulars are cool. There's very few, like, bullshit people to deal with, and I enjoy this job. But that just doesn't last. Like, I, I guess that's another job of a good restaurant is, like, get a bunch of people that tip well yeah, yeah, that yeah. want to eat there. And then, but, you know, so... And I have a friend that... that you weed out the, uh, the riffraff. I run into every once in a while. Old Raleigh, old school Raleigh dude. Yeah. Opened a lot of restaurants, and he... So I trust his opinion. Like he's he's old school Raleigh restaurant guy. He's like we've never had a tipping culture in this city because we've never had a real restaurant culture in this city. And it's like we don't have the kind of food scene where people appreciate a really well prepared, well served meal, and they're there to spend on it. Like we. I'm not saying we don't have good food and we don't have good restaurants in this town. Yeah. I'm saying this guy's point was we don't have a restaurant culture like some yeah. cities do. Yeah. Where where it's like Now we have a there's a couple exceptions to this, but there are exceptions to the rule. Most Can, people Let want, me guess them. Oh, okay, go. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um well no. Guess. Angus, I think that the the two Raleigh establishments that I think that people considered fancy for the longest time, which is not necessarily saying a restaurant culture, but I think Angus Barn and 42nd Street Oyster Bar were always like 
that's where you go when you want to class it up. But that yeah. doesn't mean that people tip that, well or like, that's right. Do anything. That's the they that's, that's the oldest like running. But who, I think you're. I think look, there are parts of Angus Barn I really really like. Yeah, most of it feels like a Cracker Barrel to me. Like Thank you and yes. and and I'm not I'm like and people it's people like, want a it's good like steak an upscale and they want to eat cracker their, barrel yeah, right right but they they and I'm not saying people don't spend money there I'm not saying yeah, the yeah, staff's yeah. bad the food's great yeah all that I'm just saying it's not a restaurant culture to me right yeah. it, it's, it's a, a novelty it's, culture. it's a novelty it's very yes. novelty like yeah. it's like oh we went to this we got a picture in front of the guns it's like it's very yeah like it's a show you go there for the yeah. atmosphere it's a Bucky's like it's upscale Bucky's but it's still Bucky's to me yeah yeah well, yeah, 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 it, yeah for it, sure 100% I mean, and like the steaks are like I mean they're good but like I can make a better steak like there's mm, yeah I, I mean I can I can I can make <laughs> one steak better than they can I like the prime rib. I go for the prime rib. The prime rib. None of the food is bad there. I'm just saying it's not. And I could make a prime rib, but that's such an example. You think in in Raleigh is a is restaurant a culture where you're you're there for like the food. It can be slow, like it's prepared, always good. It's really they take pride in like and and people appreciate it. Like the food and the dining experience is the attraction. That's like Ashley is going for that for she, sure. She she yeah. she is. I think she falls very short of it. Yeah. With the death and taxes is a great experience. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, um Stanberry? I do Stanberry. like Stanberry. Stanberry is is kind of I mean yeah. I like Joe Lee. Joe Lee was really good. The thing about it is, is yeah. like you're gonna like they're all gonna like climb and fall. At one time, gravy was fucking like really fucking really good. good man. Gravy, yeah. oh, really, man. really Gra- good. Gravy was really good. And have good. you been recently? That's it what just happens, happens. But that's man. but that's, that's the thing happens. is that I think yeah. restaurants strive to this thing. But again, we don't have a tipping culture and a restaurant culture where like yeah, like so no people big. will say I'm gonna spend a good portion of my money. On eating out, like they do in some cities, where it's like it's a real treat to eat out. Make right. reservations like weeks in advance, months in advance. Yeah, you know, like, and it's like a big deal to go to certain restaurants. Yeah, and the community supports it, and the restaurant supports the community, and they're really embedded. Even Richmond, Virginia, kicks our ass. Yeah, Richmond has Southern some good Capital, two and a half hours away, kicks our fucking ass in terms of restaurant culture. Yeah. DC is like. An amazing restaurant culture. Yeah. Right? Parts of Atlanta. Unknown um, well, good to hear from you. Family medical. Um, yeah. I I I do wish that there was like it it's weird that you can't really go to a place that like specializes in one thing. Like and th- I know that this is a stupid but like I want a fucking Philly cheesesteak, man. Like I want a yeah. really good one. And I know that like you can go to Ruckus and you can go to um what's Woody's and you can go like but there's not like There's not like a Philly cheesesteak. Like you, there's you like like you're talking about like in Chicago in where bar. there's like yeah, the like, where Italian like, beef spots. I and, want like, a $7 like yeah. hand it to me through a window. window. Yeah. And like, there's no, the closest thing to that we have here is like the hot wieners place and like a char grill would be to me like there's like the, uh, what are the, the Pat and, Pat and Gino's or whatever. Cities all across the America, 
So fucking Raleigh, and I'm, yeah. I'm down on Raleigh right now. I'm not moving. I'm just going <laughs> to yeah, start yeah. bitching more because I'm yeah. old, and now I can bitch. Cities over all across the country have figured this problem out because the problem, obviously, is real estate, right? Yeah. And that's where food trucks come in. And what, what so many, like more square, instead of building Square Burger, which dumb it's the fucking dumbest shit ever. I don't care if Square Burger were good. It's not good. But even if it were good, it would, it's a stupid. It's yeah. odd. You build a fucking four-bay alley for four food trucks to fucking back into. And you charge rent. And you charge rent, and then yeah. you plug them in, and you have a fucking schedule. Yeah. And so now either at every corner of fucking Moore Square or six places around, you can Indian fucking just... Uh, yeah. So food trucks rent it out, and they back it. And that's what fucking everyone's done across the yeah. whole fucking country. But Raleigh fucking does a mm. fucking... Square burger and like, are there burgers square like Wendy's patties? Yeah. Who they is are? in there cooking those burgers? I don't know. Though. Hey, by the way, I've moved to square burgers, fucking new game. And uh. I am, I, I fucking take my ground beef, I do my jus to it, put my mix yeah. in there, and then I put it into a fucking sheet, sheet pan, tray, sheet tray. Uh, and then do you use an egg in the mix. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm using egg in the mix. I use a little egg. I use a little egg in there. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, real good. And yeah. I put I, then I cover it, ceramic, put in the fridge when I'm ready to fucking grill. Fucking pizza cutter, fuck that meat up into squares. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I put those on the grill. The fucking spatula goes on easier. It sits on the bun better. It's easier to get a bigger. Hell yeah! Fuck patties. Squares of the way, man. Dude, oh shit! So, you could so put that. You could put Dave that pan in the smoker birthday. and just smoke you that could. shit too. You could. You could smoke those burgers, get that flavor in there, and yeah. then get the sear on them, and they'd be yeah. fucking dope. Yep. It's Dave Thomas's birthday today. Yeah. It's appropriate that we're talking about. I Ooh. literally said. Yeah, right. saying, no, said I'm just king of the square <laughs> burgers. Not. I said. Well, it's not. <laughs> I looked it up. I was like, "There's got to be a reason why Wendy's has square burgers. There's got to." Uh, like, wait, what? And is that why? Because nope. the preparation. Nope. Okay, tell me why. They just wanted a different look. They than wanted some McDonald's and Burger King. I like the. Um, I swear to God, this is like the third or fourth time we've talked about this, but I like the extra meaty bite. Where like the oh, corner the is corner. hanging out, yeah, yeah, and like yeah. that's the first bite that you take. Oh, you get full you get full meat extra, to start off. Extra yeah. little meaty yeah, bite. I think that's yeah. a that's a. You're not wrong, dude. That first that's a good one. That's that. It doesn't sit. Say uh, enough said. Enough said. <laughs> Square burgers. Enough said. Enough said. Like that's it. Is that from Ocean's Thirteen? Uh, well, Stan Lee said it a lot. Like and enough uh, said. Um. I don't know. I, yeah, enough yeah. said. Uh, I think. Do you ever see Ocean's, thir Ocean's Thirteen? No, I don't think so. I Maybe. think I stopped at eleven. Yeah, that was the first. <laughs> you didn't, you, I watched the first, <laughs> the first one. one. That's how most people say that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it, uh, yeah, no, it doesn't matter. Bernie Mac's like selling this casino game. Oh, enough said. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Hell yeah! That's what it's called. Nice. Well, they stole that joke from a from ninety-year-old man. Well, enough said on that topic. <laughs> so Raleigh's behind on this this thing. We should have food truck. We should have a restaurant sure. culture. Yeah, but we don't. Yeah, I, I don't. Well, I don't know that we don't. But I was thought provoking when Ty said that. Yeah, because I really. Trust I think we him. do. I think we've got. We've got. We've, there's some great chefs. I mean, Ashley's restaurants are good. Uh, we've got um, Scott Crawford. Is a good chef. Scott Jeez, Crawford is, a is really good. Chef. Yeah, Chidi Kumar. That her new place. I want to go check that out. Yeah. Really. 
Um, and Andrew's a, Andrew's a good baker, you know. Um, yeah. Fern, that sandwich shop he's got on Person Street hey, is really wanna, good. Let's campaign to make Fern make a Philly. <laughs> make me a I like Philly. His, I like his whitefish sandwich. No, he, he's got great sandwiches. What is it? Oh, I can't remember. Good God damn it. What is it What's called? It, uh, what street's it on? It's on Person Street. Oh, you're talking about uh, Ish. 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 Thank you. Yeah, Ish yeah. is great. Ish is amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, we need more places like like Ish. And, yeah. And uh, um, Raleigh, I know that I'm biased, but when... And you guys were too young to remember, but like in the 90s, uh, I graduated from college in 95. There were certainly things predating it, um, but like mid-90s into the early 2000s, these places came to Raleigh and they were like mind-blowing yeah. to, the, to, the, to the people. Now, there were notable exceptions like the Irregardless Cafe, yeah. Arthur Gordon was a pioneer here in terms of like really good food vegetarian options they were non-smoking from the jump which was unheard of yeah these were like the first non-smoking like fresh kind of like big city food that came to raleigh yeah and and ultimately to be candid what happened is that a lot of commercial corporate food took over downtown raleigh yeah Prices got too high, got really expensive. Uh, and so the only places that have really weathered the storm are like Ashley Christian because she's a small corporation mm-hmm. and, you know, got in early on some land. And But well, most places... Well, regardless is still kicking. Yeah. Well, it's sold, but it's still kicking. But again, they got in early, so he yeah, owns yeah. that building, and so yeah. that's, that's different. Like, yeah. anyone that... Anyone, I mean, Mitch's Tavern... Uh, which was just taken over by uh, Van Alston. Uh, Like he owns that building. So like, forget it. If forget it, if like you're taking over something go try to fucking start a restaurant in downtown Raleigh anywhere. Mm. And you'll see the fuck. And you're like, are you fucking kidding me? No, I like my, I like my, my eight to five. It's just, yeah. Yeah. It's just foot traffic. And it's, there's not enough like, People don't make enough, and there's not enough foot traffic. Like if the if everybody made enough to spend thirty dollars on lunch every single day, then the restaurant restaurants would be filled up. But that's not the case, and like there's not even enough foot traffic downtown anyway. Like I I was always amazed at how well we did at Beasley's, but I think it was strictly location. Like there's three or four buildings that people like flock to different restaurants for lunch. So the only ones that can survive are like the ones that are very accessible. So if you're off the beaten path remotely, yeah, you're done. Well, well, you got to do something to draw, draw people in at that point. What happens, uh, and this happens all over the country, but it's happening at downtown Raleigh because of just our, in my opinion, our fucking management, the city is 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 abysmal, but when the when the retail prices go up in a downtown community, the you end up with drugstores, and I, what I mean by that is Walgreens. Nope, nope, I mean anywhere that makes their business off selling drugs, which is like every bar, yeah. and 
most restaurants sell food so they can sell beer. Booze, yeah. Carolina oh, yeah. Ale House yeah, doesn't exist to sell great food. The food they is make like the money off the booze. It makes highest, money off the booze. It's like highest profit margin. It's, the, is it's the off booze. the charts. Yeah. And so well, you will you will see drugstores. So that's what I call. Bars, they're drugstores. That's what they do. They sell drugs. That's <laughs> like McDonald's is basically like Sugar a Coca-Cola store. sale. Yeah. That's all it is. That's right. Store. Like they make Sugar all store. their money off of the sodas. So you, so you can. That's another drug. That's why you'll yeah. have a McDonald's. You'll have fast food. Yeah. The restaurants that will survive, for the most part, are the handful of food items where you can make money. So that's pizza. Yeah. Margins on pizza has Pasta. the best margins. Tacos and fried chicken. Right? There's breakfast. a reason. I want a brec- I want a good breakfast. F- you think there's a Eggs. good breakfast in Raleigh? Eggs? There is no good. Dude, I will the fucking Finch's die. was dope. Finch's, Finch's was, was fucking awesome. I think fucking if you could carpet. go back to Finch's now, sober, not hungover. Carpet. I mean, it was terrible, but it was great. <laughs> it, was it was nostalgic, all right? Nostalgic, I'll give you. <laughs> but again, every time I go to that any other bed. fucking yeah, city, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, no, Go to no. Wilmington. Rise, rise no, is a good breakfast that's spot. That's what I'm saying. Like you know? I've been to a good diner, like in New York. Like, yeah. and, and, like you can have like a pretty, like that's what's weird. Even Asheville had some better diners than there in like, Raleigh. Breakfast is versatile. What do you think yeah. is the best sit down breakfast place in Raleigh? That's Big Ed's. Like Court, the most. It, well, is there Courtney's anymore? Courtney's used no, is the Courtney's one for my. Yeah, yeah, and that's gone. There's yeah. best. There's bang for your buck. There's like all no, these different best. like like, like just What's the overall. first watch? Have you been to one of those? I've I haven't been, been there. They're they're better than Denny's. Okay. They're a better IHOP. Okay. That's what they are. It's not Who owns that? Is that like some conglomerate? Yeah. Okay. There's one there's like five or six in the triangle. God, that's where the money is, man. Cor- see what yeah, corporate. Right, right. Oh Corporations God, are always going to be able to serve food. Because they buy it, that's what you got to work like, for. Yeah, well, <laughs> they don't know nothing. But that's why Raleigh this. is dying off yeah. because we have not, at any step of the way in growth, yeah. accounted for things like public transportation and reserving our our space, yeah, so that residents, non corporations, can start. And we don't have we, we haven't reserved any space for parks or, yeah. or or museums or fucking anything. Yeah. So. That's why downtown people are like downtown sucks. I'm like no shit it sucks. Yeah. People were saying the same shit yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. When you're like yeah, yeah it's going to turn why? into all I bars. saw that on Reddit well, downtown recently. Was cool they were 20 like years ago they were like cuz well, nobody was there. So you could go to Slims yeah. and then skate around and yeah. like Yeah, now, downtown there was a while where it was like downtown there was nothing to go to. Banks and Wait. nothing. Yeah. Well, right, but then then you guys will remember like it was about 10 years ago, maybe, maybe less, that, like, Greg Hatem started to say oh. that downtown was unlivable. Oh. Remember when he, like, that. where he was, like, I've created What's a monster, like, it's the, all the street noise and everything just got... He, do you guys not remember? This is a fucking huge... Was, no, that was right so before we, I moved I back. Probably, yeah, I mean... I was still in Greensboro at that time. I moved back. We had a guy, a member of the Latin Kings, 12. try to run for yeah. mayor of Greensboro. Yeah, Greg Hatem, owner of... Raleigh Town, uh, Empire Eats, like he. Oh had, yeah. yeah, he yeah, had yeah, a yeah. fucking empire. I mean, and don't don't discount what the Raleigh uh, Times did to downtown Raleigh nightlife. By the way, oh like, yeah, it's a staple, man. They, he was been there. he was 
first I'll on still, the scene and Tiernan Yeah, I'll still good at times, right? Oh, at times is fine. There's nothing wrong. Reraz, right? Tiernan Tiernanog was also yeah. in that mix. I mean, shout out to Green Shields, although fuck yeah. Harry Green Shields, but yeah. I mean, they were always like they were always part of Raleigh. Times was the first one to really kind of like solidify the Raleigh downtown scene. Like yeah. it, it, it. I'm really leaving. I'm glossing over a lot of places. Yeah, but a lot of those places. But he was second empire too. Like he isn't Greg Hatem his second empire, right? So like the what was the the other fun? He's got a bunch of restaurants. Yeah, I mean well, the pit. I think it, the pit's part of Empire Eats. Like it's a whole. You like, know where else has like people constantly is every other major city in the world. Right. Yeah. No, so why don't right. why don't you build the apartments so they're more soundproof? Like just yeah. that would fucking again, this is what people. That's like, but th- this is what everybody said is Greg Hayden was like it's unlivable downtown. It's too noisy. It's no, like I wake up and it's, it's drunk. Remember Drunk Town? That was like yeah. a big, oh, okay. Uh, yes, yeah, I yeah. do yeah. remember Drunk Town. Yeah. yeah. And like <laughs> was that 10 years ago? I don't think it maybe Pre-pandemic, yeah, true. I think it was like the 2016 election, so yeah, seven years it was ago. Right, no, no, no. Because okay, so I I got here in 2012, and it's 2023, and it was right around. Yeah, it was probably 10 years ago. Seems like it was because I was like town. Remember, guys were like showing up at costume parties, like as the drunk town. <laughs> yeah, like right. It was like a real <laughs> fucking thing. But I'm saying that like like people actively campaigned. To sort of like, we need to damp down the, the, yeah, the night. Quiet it down. And then everybody else was like, no, why don't you fucking make soundproof apartments? Right. Yeah. Like, right? Why don't you build a pedestrian grid and a traffic system that's makes that sense. makes sense yeah. for the modern day? Right. Yeah. And they're like, well, we're gonna make the no, R line. No, 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 no. And you're like, God, how fucking stupid are, are you, yeah. down, like Raleigh? The right? R line. Yeah. Well, I did use it when I was living. I'm not on saying the R line was a bad idea. Yeah. I'm saying it's what Raleigh puts a Band-Aid on every yeah. fucking wound. It like was this new right on Band-Aid. red shit. No right on red downtown Raleigh is their new thing. Wait, what? There's no rights on red no. anywhere in downtown Raleigh. What? Anymore. Yeah. Do they? Will they have a sign to remind me? No. Yes. It's just no oh, turn yeah? on red. Okay, oh. good. As long as I can see it, I'll well, read it. The, some of them are not. Visible, yeah. The idea, I haven't noticed. The idea is yet. we're doing something about pedestrian fatalities by putting no right on red. Although all the data shows that no right on red has almost no, no effect, effect on yeah. fatality. How many people have been killed by somebody taking a slow right turn? <laughs> like yeah. you're stopped. The theory <laughs> is that you're you're taking a right on red, so you're looking left. Kinda. And yeah, you hit the person that's crossing. The coming way. from your yeah. right, you don't see the person no, coming I, that yeah, way. Yeah, but I absolutely look where I'm going. Well, also, <laughs> mostly when you take a right on red, you, you inch stop. into the crosswalk. Yeah. So usually that person has to like, like, rarely, are, rarely are you like, oh, fucking gun it, and then someone. It's yeah. and especially this isn't just anecdotal. This is like the data bears this out. Yeah, right. Like even if it is anecdotal, like the. If there's outliers in the data, like it doesn't fucking matter, like that, like yeah, I, uh, yeah. So they just did that, and that's Don't classic rally. Right it's classic red. rally. Like, oh, we have this problem, right? Let's not think about it and plan long term. I mean, I was I, I, 1995. People were like, we can't afford to build public transportation because it'll take 30 years. And I'm like, guess what would be? Guess what would be? <laughs> 
being unveiled right now is, yeah. Yeah, is a still desperately needed comprehensive uh, you know public transportation plan yeah. with light rail and hubs and things. So. Well, they've been haven't they been talking about doing that connecting rail between like Durham, Raleigh, and and look until where, until it, I can Hill get on or? it and yeah and get to the airport in fifteen minutes <laughs> from a station. I don't. I, I, I don't, don't believe, believe it's coming. Yeah, but that's what, and that's Monorail. what they need, and that's like it. Plan it differently. Like this would also take. So you park your car in like a car garage or like a parking deck or something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. Take the light rail to the airport. Is your car going to be safe in downtown Raleigh? Is like I mean, there's all these things that they would have to do. And and they would Raleigh is not condensed enough to have the infrastructure built for light rails to be accessible or even like a subway system or anything to be accessible to everybody. And that's why I think the R line failed is like nobody uses this shit. Like right. I can't get yeah. to like this isn't gonna take me close enough to my job. I could walk there almost. Right. Like if I had caught the bus. Oh, dude! From, yeah, remember yeah, yeah. where I lived, right above yeah. Mojo's? It yeah. was not like literally. Like it was a block or two up from Mojo's, right on Glenwood. Yeah. And uh, I I would walk to Beasley's, and I think one time I tried to catch the bus, and it was like I could walk there right. fucking right. faster yeah. than this. Yeah. Like this is miserable. Which is yeah. is. Uh, the way to have a, a, a modern-day public transportation system, because public transportation has shifted, right? Like, like where, meaning, like, we don't, we don't need a New York-style system because we're not New York City. Like, mm-hmm. we need one that f- fits, you know, that, that fits Raleigh, that fits Wake County, and then also fits Johnson County, Durham, and Chapel Hill, or Orange County. Because you're, you know, you know, re- it has to segue with your regional transportation yeah. plan. But what Raleigh has proved is that getting people, let's just say, inside the Beltline, getting people around inside the Beltline can be done with Ubers. Yeah, and that's lifts. what I was just about to say. You know, who's probably greasing the palms of every politician that would vote <laughs> like, for no, pub- no, no. fucking yeah. Uber? Taxis, He's probably Ubers, just fucking lift. lobbying like but, hell. But you know, yeah. if you can get to like, if you can get to public transportation to let's say, let's just say the capital because that's an easy. Then there's then there's Ubers, Lyfts, scooters, bike share. There's all these like other ways that you can get down. Like if you can get down, if you can get downtown with your own personal bike, mm-hmm. yeah, right. Then then you're you're good. You can get from downtown. You can get all down Fayetteville Street, Glenwood, yeah. Hillsborough. There's bike lanes everywhere. There's scooters everywhere. But so we need a transportation system that takes these kind of hot spots and gets you to those like quickly, freely, without traffic, where you don't need right. your car. That's yeah. it. Yeah. I know I say that's it. That's fucking billions of dollars. But we could have done that like a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. And then you just create, you know, there's they've talked about putting you know those things that carry you through like theme parks, those sky rides. Yeah. Like Disney World. They've talked yeah. about putting that in Raleigh. Well, they have one every year at the state fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, not yeah. an individual. <laughs> but they've thought like about get uh, in and like do you, know to where, uh, do you know where uh <laughs> Occupy Raleigh was? Uh no, I can't remember. 
Occupy Raleigh. It sounds that, familiar. Yeah. Remember that was like that. <laughs> there was this movement, like the Occupy Wall Street. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Where did they, they set up? They More set up. Square, right? No, uh, maybe, but the original setup was. It's now a parking lot. Yeah. It's like where Hillsboro and Edenton yes, kind of yes. meet. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's another fucking cross street there. So uh, it makes this little it's, triangle. It's like yeah, Harrington yeah, yeah. or one of those. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So they, they were there. But, but it's like right there by Glenwood, too, it's right? right like, by Glenwood. Yeah, yeah. If, you yeah. turn, if you took a left on, on it like Hillsborough blocks from three Glenwood, streets. it's like it's right, right there. there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Well, the, the original plan that they drew up was like one of those fucking sky rides and that was the that was the central starting point so all all the hubs came and like one went glenwood and went down to glenwood and and then had a substation at like glenwood and peace that came back one went down hillsboro and it went down to like past not quite to gorman street but like where readers corner is and it would you could get on there and, and, you and come, back. come back. And then one went down Fayetteville Street to Mamandi and came back. I mean, these are drawings. Drawings. This is an artist design. rendition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a design that was pitched. It's like phenomenally cheaper than Subway. Oh, and one, the one that went down Glenwood, I'm sorry, it went down at Peace and then it went down to Five Points. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So basically yeah. they were like, by doing this, we've connected like, Five all points, these neighborhoods, campus, yeah. Fayetteville Street, and Glenwood South, all to the central. Was it hub. little tiny cars? Just like yeah, they were like four seater, like 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 a Whoa. fucking ski. What do they call it? Not gondolas. Chalets. Like what are they? What are those? I think it's gondolas. It might be a gondola, a sky lift. Yeah, or so it's like, yeah. like that. It's at four to a person. That's cool. And it would run until like the pitch was like it would run all, until two a.m. That would be way cool. They're like that that's too French. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> I ain't doing that liberal yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Only time I want to be in the air, I want skis on. Uh. All right, it's one twenty-three. Um, yeah, I, I got so, twenty-ish minutes. Yeah. All right, cool. Hold on. Justin's got a hard out. All right. all right. I wish I didn't. All right. Hold on. Like that was like Coors's kind of like claim to fame was that it was like cold brew, cold brew. You know? What's that song? Hold on. <laughs> I mean, Some, uh, here I'll pull it. No, 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 I got it. Okay. Uh, Rocky Mountain Kool Aid. Rocky Mountain Kool Aid. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, uh, oh, it's funny we were talking about this earlier. Now yeah, here we yeah. are back at it, man. Um, Colorado Kool Aid. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. By Johnny Paycheck. It's funny, uh, speaking of Louisiana, um, like my father-in-law lived his whole life in Louisiana. Adam Coors Light Man. We provide you with something. Never been to Colorado. Coors Light Just Man. Just Coors Light. <laughs> but what, what, what my uh, wife told me is that when she was growing up, like South Louisiana, no snow, the cool, kind of rich thing to do was to go to Colorado and go skiing at, you know, Steamboat or Telluride or one of the big Breckenridge, these ski resorts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so people from Louisiana did, and they drank Coors, Coors Light. And they brought Coors Light, the taste of the Rockies, back to Louisiana. And then... And it became like some, you know... Cool shit. Back, you know, some, there were, you know, in the history of North Carolina, there were certain beers that were marketed here. Yeah. And they've become sort of North Carolina beers. Pabst Blue Ribbon yeah. has no business being 
so popular in North Carolina, but it is. Union, union beer, though. Well, was it became popular before the they allowed for the higher ABV on beers, right? Yeah. It, it somehow just got heavily, heavily marketed here in North yeah. Carolina. And I remember, and it was like 20 years ago. Well, and, I think it's genius marketing for them to be like, Brewed in the coldest mountain, like because yeah. like if you're hot, like it's it's almost stupid that somebody's like people are hot and they're not <laughs> drunk. What do they want? They want the coldest beer. Yeah, where's the coldest beer come? From? The mountains. mountains. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like, brilliant. Like and, and people, I I can imagine it's just like in 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 a time of yeah. like innocence where like advertising advertising wasn't so like uh, transparently like just bullshit. Yeah. Um, like I love the Miller Light cans, but I know that I love them because they look like they used to in the eighties. Like, oh right, yeah. nostalgic. Yeah. 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 Um, but if I was in Louisiana and it's like a hot summer day, it's like this is straight from the fucking mountains. Yeah. <laughs> and it's cold as shit. And speaking of, <laughs> and good, it's going to be so goddamn refreshing. Good yeah. labels and, yeah. and good marketing, like the fucking blue. Mountains on a coarse light bottle. Yeah. Like when they're cold, <laughs> yeah. they turn blue. Like how I've you, had my father in law say, how do if it you ain't blue, <laughs> yeah. so I ain't, don't yeah, drink. drink it. Yeah, like, Bounce it back blue, in the blue, I ain't drinking it. Yeah. It's like they want it cold. Yeah. <laughs> they don't really want to taste it. They should how do that to is. some Appalachian breweries. Some of the Dude, fucking really ones up really in cold. Boone and stuff like that. They should be like, cool Appalachian people. mountain beer. The coldest brew. <laughs> Sometime, if, you're, if you the haven't oldest. done it, man, you got to let. And I can give you a list of beers to try it with, but you gotta like let a beer come come up to room temp. Oh, oh yeah. No, and it what it's a, a beautiful that beer blooms every fifteen ish minutes. Well, yeah. the other thing is you're not drinking it like your life depends on it. Like that's it. Like if you gotta drink that whole beer before the fucking mountains turn gray again. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's not a race. That's yeah. another marketing <laughs> idea too. Yeah. Yeah. Such you a great. I mean? Yeah, no, I do. I do love a slow uh, porter a stout. Yeah. I have friends that would get a cold twelve pack and just put it on the couch or put it beside yeah. the couch, and I'd be like, "You want me to put that in the fridge?" And they're like, "No." And the whole thing is like, as the beer warms up, you drink slower. Yes, that's right. So, right. like that was kind of like, and once right. the beer is warm, time to stop yep. drinking. Yeah. Like, and it yeah. was kind of you know. As a matter of fact, uh, this is another uh, cool trick. Uh, I always associated uh, white wines with kind of summer, cool, refrigerated, and red wines kind of with the winter. Mm-hmm. Right. And then this person introduced me. Uh, as a, what's the fancy name for sommelier? Sommelier. 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 Yeah. yeah. Uh, they they were like, no, take a take a bottle of red wine, like for summer dinner, and put it in the fridge, chill it. Yeah. Uh, he's like, red wine is supposed to be served at a cellar temperature, which is like you know sixty degrees. He's like, but chill it all the way, and then when you dinner comes out, bring it out like just like you would white wine. Yeah. And then just let it come, just drink it, the whole bottle as it just warms up throughout. Yeah. And, like, by the end of the night, like, at first it's tight, you know, and it, yeah, it, it yeah. pairs well with food and, like, your your salads, and it's just kind of like a white wine. And then slowly as you get to the more, like, meat and 
desserts. You know how good like yeah. red wine goes with like chocolate. Oh, yeah. it, it makes the the flavor like more secretive. Like it's like oh you're showing a little bit like a lady yeah. with her yeah. ankle. Yeah, showing. it's a very seductive. And then, and then know, by as the end is your your palate is and then you're like sh- oh, shows your fucking... bush at the end of the night. Yep. This got sexual real quick, uh, but I, 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 you're not you're not wrong. This is what no, I'm talking about. That's, this yeah. is kind of like the yeah yeah um, how to drink and enjoy it. Like that's yeah. what you know. If you're just if it's got to be the mountains are. I just keep my house at sixty degrees. So. I did want to say <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just live in a wine cellar. It's always cold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good call. Uh, yeah. I did want to say about uh, THCA or what? What? What was it? THCA. Yeah, that's the stuff. The, the, so the loophole is that if you burn it, um, that it all then of a it's sudden illegal. Becomes, it's not illegal till you yeah, burn it. Till you burn it. <laughs> so let's sell cocaine that's not uh, cocaine until you open the bag. Or until you sniff it, it, then it's cocaine. Oh, right, right. Yeah, like there's not cocaine. Like can that, we get right? a loophole yeah. of that? You know, yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah, they I mean, sell. Is, yeah, they sell mushroom spores in Florida. Oh yeah, because full oh, kit spores. Full yeah. kit. It's not if illegal. You grow it. If you grow it's it, illegal. then it's illegal. But just as it is, I don't. Well, know I thought for a while seeds, it was right? like not until you dried it. Like those mushrooms, you can grow them, but once they get harvested and dried, it becomes illegal. Right. Well, that's a real loophole. Yeah. <laughs> they bust <laughs> like, you, and you're just like, well, you well, found a bunch of <laughs> mushrooms. You're like, dude. You arrested me 30 days ago. Like, they were fresh. It was a mushroom pizza. <laughs> well, but think about it, because, like, what are they going to charge, like, farmers out in Florida where that shit just grows naturally? Well, I've said that all along. If you can yeah. grow it in your backyard, it sh- it should cannot be illegal. That, yeah. I know, and I've told people, be like, well, you can grow heroin in your backyard. I'm like, as oh. long as it stays in oh, your backyard, yeah, you I don't can. really, yeah. I mean, what am I going to say? You can't grow your own heroin? or if yeah. you, can, you can cook meth. Let's in your house if you want to cook meth. Now you start selling it. Maybe that's problem. problematic. Yeah, Let's yeah, start yeah. a heroin farm. I want to grow some heroin. Opium? What is it? What is it? It's just opium, right? Poppy, poppy right? Yeah. So I mean, look, if you can grow <laughs> poppy, poppy in your backyard, I don't know. Can I guess? I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> you can. Well, I don't maybe. Want to find I think we. Here. No, no, no. I think there was poppy because there was poppy flowers at uh, Speckled Trout when we used to work there. Okay. I think you whatever you can grow in your on your property that stays on your property is your fucking business. This is Should be. libertarian in me yeah. coming out. Yeah. I do I do I mean I understand how the drug trade is problematic. But if you can grow it, it you don't have fun. to process yeah. it. You should be able to use it. Yeah. And drying is not a process. Or drying something out. No. Yeah. yeah. It's not like you're running it through... Like like cocaine, you have to process. (laughs) Meth, you have to process. I wonder if if we could get, like, just those cocoa leaves. And chew them? Oh, hell yeah, that'd be them. That's what I want to do. That's what I'm saying. If you can grow that, go right ahead, And then just, like, chew on it. Get you, like, a mild high. Um, I think they make tea out of them too. Oh, like I think the, you're right. I think they make tea out of them and it's, then chew on them. I think they used probably to trip that way better than be. coffee. You know, it's probably not like quite like a like doing a bump, but it's probably like better than having a cup of coffee. Like yeah. microdosing. Yeah, cocaine. microdosing cocaine. <laughs> that's, 
That's what I do. Yeah. I just get like a just like yeah. three grains of it. Yeah. You and could then, never yeah. do that. That's a drug that like you yeah. can't microdose cocaine. Well, it's like Adderall. <laughs> like take like no. Two I'm saying, but who would want to? You, I mean, I don't know. I'm I've always calling it. for the other eight bag. Yeah, yeah. fucking know, four man. in the morning. You know, it's like the band <laughs> leftover crack is an oxymoron. Yeah. Like I didn't get it until I understood yeah. like drug. But le- there is no such thing as leftover crack. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Microdosing oh, right. cocaine. Yeah, because it's like you're going to do I was, it all. I've been microdosing Viagra. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> just have a semi all day. It's Dude, cool. so it's kind actually, of like a, is that how you can become a shower and not a grower? That's probably just the like, secret. Okay, just right. a little bit on it. Like, I'm like the Hulk. I'm like, I'm always hard. <laughs> I like I liked, uh, Shane's joke where he was like, I'm a grow show. So <laughs> you see it and you're like, oh, that's nice. And then, and then, it, gets, and then it gets bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> he does that joke now. I'm, I'm giving away his joke. He's that's like, great. good. Where he's like, I'm a sh- I can't do his bit on the air. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's man, a, I wish we, we got to have him here. Yeah, that joke, he's time, done. He's, he's built that joke out well. Mm. Yeah. I, I saw a Reddit post recently where I was like, where somebody was like, I've never met a shower. And I was like, how many like how people many? are you like, show me your dick, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, some people probably ask a lot of people. I don't know. Yeah. I think the inevitable thing is, are you a... <laughs> I, I'm a, not a shower. What if, what, if, what, what if that was your job in the porn industry, was just to look at the dicks, judge the dicks? Judge. You know what? Uh, <laughs> How much it pay? Uh, <laughs> I, I, you know... I don't know who, which porn star was this. What? Um, yeah, four hundred one k. The oh, it's some famous porn star. Um, talking about male porn stars, mm-hmm. and like they were like basically the whole gig is erectile quality, and can you come multiple times? Like, so like. And probably on command. That already sounds like too much work. For it's, it's, oh, no, <laughs> I'm not qualified. Like, I'm not qualified. She, I think it was Jenna Jameson. Maybe in my, maybe back in the day. Jenna Jameson, whoever it was, was like, guys come up to me all the time. They're like, I could be a porn star. And she's like, sure. pull your penis out and get erect. In, in 60 seconds right now. Right. And they're like, I can't. And they're like, then you're not. Like, the yeah. guys that are right. good at it are like, Get hard. They they literally can come like twelve times a day, dude. I'm sure. Th- I guarantee. Like, and they don't, and, that's and the the opposite of that, where I'm sure that it's it's acting. So it's like, all right, we're gonna end the shoot with a doggy scene, but we already filled the filmed the cum shot. So like, you're all right. We'll just film doggy for twenty minutes and then see ya. You know, it's, so then it, you walk out of there with like yeah, it's lights. You know. It's it's not a, it, now. If you have just a monster hog. Like, then it doesn't matter, right? Then you're probably there, but <clears throat> but I watch. I I have a history in pornography. I know t- too much about it. I tried. We've all done research. Well, well, I tried to combat a, a genuine pornography addiction mm. by looking and understanding the industry. Yeah, which did help because once you, it's sort of like once you pull back the curtain, you yeah. can't see the Wizard of Oz anymore, and that's what I did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I like I don't I don't have any illusions about like 
that the actors are and 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 anybody even like pursuing that is like there's an element of like this is this is fantasy you know yeah. like so yeah but it's an unregulated unprotected industry that carries with it tremendous oh, risk that falls I, all upon the if i pay some girl to have sex with me and there's no camera i could get arrested if i pay some girl to have sex with me and there's a camera I can profit off of this. Also, that's the workaround for any prostitution. Right. If you're just like, hey, I want (laughs) to film a video with you. Yeah. Only fans where it's like, I do fan meetups. It's like, so that's (laughs) your whore. Yeah. 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 And I don't, look, I'm sex positive. Sex workers unite. We take back everything we said. I'm calling for a union unionized, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely. I mean, fuck that. Yeah, like, absolutely. Should be mandatory testing, healthcare benefits. The only reason is because every politician is like, nobody does that, right? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That's immoral. (laughs) Is it 141? It's 141, and I have one more bit. But okay, let me just say this. One planned bit, okay. one more. Okay. I haven't done a planned bit. All right. So think about uh, the industry we live in, and we hear a lot about how exploitive Hollywood is mm-hmm. to young actors, female, male or female actors, right? right? Uh, like, like especially like you know, like Harvey Weinstein is sort of the the tip of the iceberg to like these attractive young. Yeah. Aspiring people come out to Hollywood, they land their big part, and then there's this pressure sexually for men and women. Like right. lots of male actors have come out and said it's almost as bad for us as it is for women, right? Like like there's a ton of there's a ton of just you know Well, it's just connections with people and how are you gonna like you yeah. wanna be in somebody's favor regardless of right. and you know Yeah. So understood. Okay. Yeah. We've all heard those stories. Now <laughs> Imagine the people that come out there to do that and they're told they're not pretty enough, they're not a good enough actor, their mm-hmm. body's not the correct way. Oh, yeah. And they're like, my dream was to come to Hollywood and be in Hollywood films. And they're like, someone's like, that's never going to happen. Okay. And they're like, well, what do I do? And they're like, go to do porn. Your tits are big, your ass is fat, go do porn. Think how exploited oh. those people are. Oh, yeah. yeah. By producers who were like, I know you had your dream, but here's some drugs and let's start making movies and make you some money. Yeah. And and this is not my theory. This is this what, is what happens, fucking porn yeah, stars yeah. have written memoirs about. Right. Yeah. Like how exploited the porn industry is yeah. and how it's dominated by creepy fucking men with money <clears throat> who yeah. like just t- just scoop up the broken dreams of women. Oh, it's it's I it's wannabe Hugh Hefner's. What was that one that uh, Rashida Jones did that was about like porn? And it was a, a mostly about a guy in Florida where the laws are like you can do this. But what he did was he ran a flop house and like he had just hired girls that he would like get them jobs. Yeah. But then they were responsible for the travel, so he'd be like, "I booked you a job in Chicago." And they, it even had a segment where, like, they were buying the costumes for the the shoot. And it was like, there's not fucking wardrobe. There's not, like, yeah, like, unionize this shit. Like, yeah. it's an yeah. industry. Like, yeah. just at least make it like unionize Hollywood. Unionize it. Like, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, at least, at least allow me yeah. the opportunity when I look at pornography as a consumer, which 
you think nobody pays for porn. Yes, right. you do. Yeah. But at least allow me, like, I only watch union porn. <laughs> Right? If I don't see that stamp, I, no, I'm not fucking kidding. I'm in the sure next, bit. Yeah. next, dude. I'm next, not sir. right. I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch. Like that's why I mostly search uh, couples. <laughs> I don't watch. I barely, know that seems I, I, creepy, I, I, but I, you know, I don't like barely. I want to see their porn. wedding rings. I don't like that shit at all. Yeah, because that means there's a guy in Florida that's literally like, as soon as you turn 18, I'll make you some money. Yeah. And people are yeah. paying for that, and I'm like, no, I, I swear to God, like, when, when I watch porn, which is very rare these days, I want clearly legal. Yeah, I want to like look and be like that fucking woman is. I like she's got a you know, C-section. I yeah, like, like yeah, I, I want a clearly legal porn. You know, like okay, that's <laughs> all right, it, all right. That's no, a lot. Uh, so that guy that got arrested for making monkey torture videos. Who's watching that? Yeah, who's watching that? Man? Yeah. I'd probably watch a bunch of. Sick, no, I would. I don't like nah, torture. Dude. I don't like animal torture. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. I mean, I'd be more inclined to watch a human like don't don't twist my words i'd be more inclined i wouldn't want to if somebody said you have to watch a video of an animal getting tortured or a human getting tortured i might go human yeah what's the animal i'm like tell me more about the tortured animals you've tortured animals all right stop the stop the tape (laughs) (laughs) wait you've never tortured an animal i don't think so have you ever like swatted a bee and you mm. didn't kill it but then you just kind of let it writhe to death on the ground the closest thing is uh my friend and i did the pour salt on a slug okay so that's and torturing an animal it, yeah, we yeah, watched yeah. it writhe yeah. and melt yeah, yeah and yeah. i was like i don't think i want any more of this yeah yeah, yeah. i'm not saying that i actively torture animals right <laughs> at this point in my <laughs> right. life i'm okay. saying hey Look, hey, I mean, I go fishing. <laughs> fishing is torturing animals. Yes. Yeah, eating no, animals. Eat is an- okay, t- yes, yes. I not- participate in animal okay. torture. Yes. All right, yes. Now, I, I don't think point. for like, like I was a kid, I would take a magnifying glass and torture an, an ant. Yeah, and I thought it was hilarious. And yeah. wow, and I fuck, I see a roach in my house. It's definitely getting oh. fucking foot stomped. So that's not yeah. a fucking animal, man. It Those is. Though. It is though. No, it's life. No, 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 no. <laughs> you don't like animals that express pain, which don't listen to a tank of crabs getting killed because you can just hear oh, their cries, dude. screams. Ugh. All right, I want to get off this. But <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to try How veganism again. Now like, that I say this out loud, it's yeah, really, okay, this, here's a bit. Oh, that's right, a bit. That'll be the episode. Right. After this, we all become vegan. All right. Um. So. Uh, I wrote the best script last night. You wrote the best script I wrote the last best script. night. It's a very short script, okay. but our grandmother recently passed. Okay. And uh, Sorry for your loss. No, it, you. you know, thank you. Okay, I'm I gonna appreciate do, that. She lived a good do, life, man. I'm going to pitch a new bit to you guys, but I want to hear this first. Um, our grandmother recently passed, and, you know, I would... I, I got off of work and I was drinking a little bit and, um, you know, I was listening to music and I thought about making a post on the internet. Okay. And, uh, then, 
I wrote a script. Mm. But it's, you thought better of it, or well, no, 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 no. Then that, like I, that then I thought, I'll write this out. Instead oh, of making the I post, I think I just totally blew it. But basically, all right, I so, start over. All right, I wrote a script, and uh, but I only had one copy, so I wanted to highlight everybody's okay. lines so that you could see them. They're all highlighted, but because there's only one copy, <laughs> all of them are highlighted. So I made <laughs> notes. Why? On the, I made notes on the side so that you can see that um, this is your line, Justin. You're here, and then I highlighted Justin there as well. It's all highlighted. And then this is the most psychotic <laughs> thing. And then let me just. Let I me also just thought that maybe we should number them. Maybe we should number them you because that seizure. would also. <laughs> that would also, uh, you know, help. Because then you can look beside your line, okay, and it's numbered too. So if you remember your number, I made myself number two, even though I speak first. Yeah, I see that. So, yeah, this but is... that's because I don't. I'm not pretentious. <laughs> I didn't want to be number one, so I made okay. Justin number one. Well, oh, okay. Right. But and you then, go first, and then right? Chris is three. <laughs> you made then, Justin number one. I think so, right? Yeah, I'm not. No, Chris is number one. Okay, so, so Chris is number one. All right, yes. I gotta cue something up really. All right, quick. You, you, I, I can follow this down. I think Paul starts. Paul oh. starts. You have your. You, you're gonna be able to read it on your own over there. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Hold on. All right. This is gonna be. I can do this. Okay. Um. So, hold on. Damn it. No, I can't read it. <laughs> Here. <laughs> Here. Let's put it over the crudite. I mean, the whole joke is the highlighting. That's yeah. The whole, <laughs> that's the whole bit. Oh, okay. But <laughs> the whole thing is that it's, uh, all right, hold on. I thought about <laughs> this is, making a post. This is, it was going to be the song Tippy Toes with the script Grandma in Heaven. And let me, oh, God damn it, a fucking commercial during my goddamn bit. You've got to pay for that Spotify premium if you're going to do this kind of content. Okay, so the post would have been this song okay. with the quote, Grandma in Heaven. Why? Yeah, what does that mean? Uh, well, just listen to the song. Yeah, I'm still not getting it. Yeah, the song... Yeah, the song is only <laughs> making it more confusing. Is this a joke? <laughs> and if so, what is the joke? Hold on, I need the script. <laughs> and then it said, so feel free to improv, so that's what that is. Okay. I just thought it would be nice for people to think of her in heaven. And I like this song. I think it's Chris's line. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, but the song is called Tippy Toes. There are implications to that. Now, <laughs> explain. <laughs> explain. Explain. <laughs> 
Well, like, does she have to tiptoe around? Uh, or, yeah, is it she doesn't belong here? What are you implying with the song? I just thought that if Grandma was walking on a cloud right now, she'd want to be walking all tippy-toed and feeling this song and enjoying life. Or at least... All right, I'll, I'll riff a little. No, it doesn't mean that she's tiptoeing around in heaven. She didn't sneak in or anything. I just think that she would think this was cool. That's all. This That's song. all I'm trying to say. Ah, so you ate, like, way too many mushrooms. No. <laughs> and scene. Scene. <laughs> that was great, man. All right. Man, this is, we did this writer's strike to end. Well, this right. is what you're going to get, folks. <laughs> this is the quality content you're going to see on TV. Coming up on, Look, I, on I, streaming I, on the cock. I could only write it once. Um, <laughs> that was it. Uh, yeah, that's... Um, Okay, uh, I, I gotta I gotta get out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll share with you guys brand new, brand new bit. All right, all right. Just brand new. Uh, so you guys are the first to ever hear this come out loud. Um, and it may not be good. I just you know I just preface that. Right. Okay. Uh, so I'm a father, uh, which you guys know, and I think you know from my act, I've been warming up to talking about my depression. I have a really crippling uh, depression. Mine is very uh, wave-like. Like when it hits hard, it can hit really fucking hard. Mm-hmm. And I can, I'm in months. I can be months down. Um, it'll, you know, then it'll kind of subside. Uh, I often am creative in those depressive times. You know, um, then I'm productive when I'm out of it. So it's like kind of just like trying to sort of ride those waves out and just sort of uh, appreciate what they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very good for comedy. It's very bad for my parenting at times. So in my act, I'm starting to talk more about being a depressed parent. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And just... Uh, so then, then I realized like, a lot of people have dad jokes. Uh, and I heard a guy on stage tell a dad joke, and it was really bad, and it, it got groans. And I was like, I don't really do dad jokes. Um, and I was like, oh, because you're depressed. Uh, so I was like, oh, maybe I should write depressed dad jokes. That yeah, and I'm like that's what I should do. I should write jokes. I was like, uh, like uh, your mama's so fat. How fat is she? She's 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 so fat that I would definitely fuck her because I have extremely low self esteem and any form of human sexual contact <laughs> sort of makes that go away for a brief moment. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's a that's that's, that's a dad's depressed like dad it. joke. Yeah. I would follow I like that. I like yeah. It. Yeah. So like that's the new bit. I'm gonna like write some like typical why the chicken cross Hell the road yeah. because there was Hell a bar yeah. and that's when I when I drink during the day it, it makes me feel like I don't have any uh, obligations in the world and that eases my mind. How, like, how many of my sons does it take to screw in a light bulb? <laughs> how many? Uh, one, because he's going to be better than me, but I still put him into a world where it's, it's <laughs> only going to be nightmares and terror moving forward 
and nobody will ever make anything of themselves. But he's he's still better than me. <laughs> this, is, this is what I'm going for. All right. All right. You're hired. Like all right. Write that down. Yeah. All right, I'll write it. Yeah, write right. that one down. For Sold. Me. Yeah, yeah. You got that's a, a ten dollars. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> try that. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Hell yeah. I'll man. probably try it tomorrow night. I got a show tomorrow night in Chapel Hill at the Gathering Place. Awesome. Uh, so I'll probably try this this bit. Try mine for me. And I let will. Me know I will. It, how many so, of how many of my sons does it take to screw in yeah. a light bulb? Yeah. Well, tell people, tell everybody where to where to look for you and where to uh, see uh, conspiracy oh, beer. Me. Oh, so uh, conspiracy beer me. Uh, it's conspiracybeer.com. dot com. Big name change coming. Same hot content. Whoa. New new title. Hot uh, off the press. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I saw that American <laughs> Slot song whistle. Yeah, that's great, you, you man. You can play like "Hello, My Baby" on. Sorry, you got Don't you got a hard out. Hold on. <laughs> no. Let's hear it. No, no, come on, you can't. Uh, <laughs> First time I ever played that. That's pretty fucking. <laughs> yeah, dude. Thanks. You would have had like a, a total music career in 1812. Yeah. yeah this guy's amazing. <laughs> fucking slide whistle Joe. You know, just traveling around on he trains. Doesn't have, he doesn't have the plague and he can play the slide whistle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, uh, yeah, you you can find conspiracybeer.com. We'll, you will see a name change. So if you're listening to this in a month from now, uh, it won't be called that. Okay. But right. but the name is secret for now. Cliff, oh, no, I'll, I'll announce it. I'll oh, announce it. Uh, uh, an exclusive. Uh, oh, an exclusive. Oh, yeah. uh, the Weird Science Podcast. Oh, Fuck nice. Weird yeah. Science. So we, we, we have found ourselves bleeding into, uh, away from conspiratorial thinking to sort of like, right, there's, there was a time when there was like really good, critical thought around paranormal stuff mm -hmm, and yeah. now conspiracies has become sort of <laughs> for lack of a better word politicized and, yeah. and it, it it's real if you don't believe this well then you're yes you're part of the enemy and it's like i never got into it for that right yeah i right. got into it for like let's question let's, everything. let's question everything yeah let's let's in science even the science is weird and there's really good stuff that we feel like was being overpowered and distracted by, like, the dumb stuff. Right. Like, ah, the frogs are gay. And you're like... Q and I. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like, God damn, we got to... So it's like, I just was like... So we were just feeling like we were getting bogged <laughs> like, down. I haven't heard that frogs are gay yet. Yeah, that's, that's Alex Jones. Yeah, Alex Jones, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a real thing. Yeah. So we were just like, let's just change the name and deal... Yeah. We, we deal with so much... And weird science to us doesn't mean uh, necessarily the hard sciences. Like we want to do, we're doing. We have an episode we're doing uh, soon on like new car smell. Like what? Like, what is that? And why is it so attractive? Hell yeah! Or nauseating. Nauseating, yeah. I I get nauseated by new car. There's a good reason why. I won't tell you, but listen. Traffic right. circles. We're gonna do a whole show on well, roundabouts. Will Fuck you yeah. do hard science? Can I come on and discuss? We will uh, do things Carlo like Carlo Ravelli. We will do. We're gonna talk about the observer effect uh, right. coming up soon. Oh yeah. We have uh, an episode uh, on helium three, which is nice. this incredible element that might be the secret to space travel. 
um, and why we're going back to the moon. Does so it these make are like you like float up super fast? Like at helium one? No, just you know what it like, does? It allows for uh, it allows for fission. It allows for like endless energy, essentially. Okay. Um, but yeah, because they were talking about it being a fuel source for, fuel source for yeah, space yeah, travel. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all over the moon. It's just not here. Um, but that's 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 weird science podcast. Right, Same yeah, as Chris yeah, me. Hell yeah! You, you can been, find me on JD Scranton so Comedy on Instagram, and uh, I perform a, a lot because I'm a local comic. <laughs> <laughs> Just a local Check comedian. him out at Good Night. Shut up! Hell yeah! Uh, no, thank you, know you so what? much. I don't give a it. shit. <laughs> Listen, I don't man. give a shit. Right. I'm a punk. I tell you guys this. I'm a I'm a fucking punk rock guy. <laughs> hell yeah. I don't really give a shit. But you can talk a shit, and that's I what this whole. I can take a shit. <laughs> I can take a shit. I can podcast. destroy a women's bathroom at McDonald's in Old Wake Forest. Right? Ew. Uh, well, till next time. This is Paul. I'm Chris, and uh, I've been Justin. And this is Tobin's talking shit. shit.